Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating Flat Earth versus Globe Earth and we are starting right now with the Flat Earth team's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us. Karen B, the floor is all yours. Hi, my name's Karen B and I'm here to say that the Earth is flat. Why do I think the Earth is flat? Well, because I participated in two independent measurements, direct measurements of the Earth for curvature, and both times curvature was not measured. Once over the Lake Balaton in Hungary, which is the largest lake, landlocked lake over there in Europe. And also we did a measurement of Earth's curvature in Denver, Colorado, using survey equipment over land. And that also showed no trend for curvature in either direction. Also, I remember visibly seeing the Farallon Islands from San Francisco, the coast of San Francisco, and they're about 30 miles away from the coast of San Francisco, and they're not even more than 110 feet tall, so you shouldn't be able to see them all. They should be behind the curvature, yet you can see them on a clear day. And so that is why I think the Earth is flat. What's it? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so I always point out that really... The main critique is everyone says, you guys think there's flat, where's your model? Answer all these questions. What exactly is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I consider that to be a very dishonest way to go about this because there's a positive claim on the table that we were all taught and that it's that the Earth's a ball with a certain size and very specific claims. So if you want to be honest and look into it, you need to just see if that claim is true before you, you know, get ahead of yourself and you're like, well, how would all this other stuff work? We need to figure out if that's true. And like Karen B said, I have similar experiences. I went around the whole U.S. doing the same thing. So we've done laser tests. We've done mirror flashes. We've done long distance observations. You know, we have some observations where you see mountains from hundreds of miles away. The globe position is that it's just an illusion. It's not really there, but it clearly is. We're sitting there seeing what it is, where it is. So anyway, um, there's just no actual evidence when you look into it that the earth is a spinning ball. And so an honest position. Now, what the critique will be is, oh, they're just detaching themselves from the burden of proof, or they don't want to answer the questions or whatever. But again, an intellectually honest position is, well, if we're claiming this is exactly what the earth is, a spinning ball with a certain size, we need to figure out if that's true. That's the first step. Then we can go trying to figure it out, right? Uh, flat's not a shape. It's a description of a surface. So long story short, there's tons of evidence that debunks what they claim. And we can see that the earth is uh, provably and measurably a topographical plane. Uh, we're not allowed to freely explore the whole earth. So we don't have to know exactly what the earth is. We don't have to know what all is on the earth. That's kind of ridiculous, you know? So uh, in summary, we just need actual empirical verifiable evidence of this alleged curvature, this alleged spin and revolution and this alleged vacuum. None of that exists. And uh, yeah, all evidence shows us that the earth's a stationary topographical plane, which means it's geocentric in the center of all things. And uh, yeah, we're still waiting for this proof of this alleged curvature and spin. So that's kind of the problem. We falsify what they told us. It isn't true. And we're waiting for empirical evidence void of begging the question fallacies. So uh, there you go.
You got it. Thank you very much for that opening from the Flat Earth team. And want to say, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral channel hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from, whether you be Flat Earth, Globe Earth, Christian, Atheist, politically left, politically right, you name it. We're glad you're here. We hope you feel welcome. And hey, if you haven't seen it, at the bottom right of your screen, King Crocoduck returns for an epic debate against David McQueen. Creationism on trial. You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button as that debate is coming up this month, and you don't want to miss it. So hit subscribe. And with that, we're going to jump over to our Globe Earth team. Thanks for being with us as well. Amy and Taylor, the floor is all yours. Oh, you're on mute, Taylor. Should I go first, Amy? Sure. I'm good with either way, but if you're ready. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. I have got a little bit of a janky setup right now because my computer is not cooperating. But let me know if everything, if uh, I need to adjust anything, and I'll jump right in. So um, the main things that I see from Flat Earth is a basic misunderstanding of uh, simple physics, geometry, and optics to name the basic, uh, the, uh, the most important things, um, and which understood properly can explain and demonstrate the Earth's round shape. Um, so there's a couple ways beyond that uh, that we can use. There is actually a live feed of the Earth from space. It's called the, uh, well, the one I like, I'm sure there's others, but it's called the Himawari 8 uh, weather satellite. It's a live feed. You can see the entire globe. It's not a uh, compilation of pictures. And uh, it, so it can't be faked because you can check the live weather patterns. Um, Flat Earther Jaronism proved that the Earth is curved when he did his uh, famous experiment where his friend went out on the lake and he had to lift the light to get over the curve. Um, and and uh, speaking of seeing stuff behind curves, um, refraction can actually account for seeing further than the actual physical curve is, but refraction cannot account for that if the Earth is in fact flat. It can only refract uh, on a, uh, a circular planet or surface, and uh, thankfully I've got a whiteboard behind me so I can explain that uh, in later if we get into that but basically since the atmosphere is curved the light's going to hit the curved atmosphere that's different densities and it will refract around on a flat earth it's all the same uh, density in a straight line so there's no it's not hitting different densities and bouncing like refraction would require so refraction only happens on a globe um, you do actually need a model because this is a flat earth debate. This is not globe on trial debate. Um, and it's really funny that uh, all attempts to put even globe people try to put the earth on a flat surface and it doesn't work. Flat maps don't work accurately. So um, that's a problem. Um, and uh Let's see. So the basically how perspective works is we're taught on 
a flat surface like an art class that we can draw those straight lines and the horizon converges with that. When you draw the on a flat earth, it should work like that. On the real earth, it falls below that line. So that's one thing um, with uh, the curvature, we can observe that over lakes like Lake Pontchartrain. Um, we can observe the both the water and the causeway curving over the horizon and dropping lower than a linear perspective would. Um, and uh, again, refraction cannot cause this effect if the earth is flat. Um, geometry, I, I wish I had my slideshow, but the uh, the fact that uh, the stars spin in opposite directions on opposite sides of the globe is impossible on a flat Earth. In fact, flat is the only shape of the Earth that does not work um, with that because if we were on a flat Earth and the stars are spinning in opposite directions, then that means that the stars are getting farther and closer to each other, and that's never been observed. Um, in fact, we observe that they're all the same relative distance from each other. Um, basically, gravity, if you understand gravity, you understand why air and water hold to the surface of, uh, to hold to a curved surface and why the surface is in fact curved because everything falls in the same direction. Um, and uh, those are my main points other than the, uh, and I'll help out uh, with it because last time, we moved on before I could answer his question about the Cavendish experiment, which demonstrates gravity. Um, so uh, the independent variable is the mass of the torsion bar uh, is, yeah. And uh, the dependent variable is the direction of movement. So mass accelerates towards mass. It's a proven, gravity is a proven phenomenon. And um, those are my basic points. Um, I'd really like to stick to the gravity thing. And uh, go ahead, Amy. Thank you so very much. Hello, everyone. My name is Amy Newman. I create skeptic content along with my co-host, James W. at youtube.com slash Amy Newman as I am a comedian, counter-apologist, and multimedia enthusiast with degrees in graphic design, game development, film and motion graphics with a specialization in visual effects, education, and information technology, which is what makes topics like the flat verse globe so much fun because there are videos, hell, live feeds from the International Space Station 24-7, 365 of the Earth being round from space. But when it comes to a flat Earth, all we get are cartoon representations of something like a dome, or as they sometimes call it, a firmament from biblical cosmology. But more on that later. Let's first talk about why the world is round, because We've known this for thousands of years. Ancient Greeks like Eratosthenes, along with his counterparts, would record shadows from cities hundreds of miles apart. He began to notice that directly overhead at noon, 
there was no shadow in Siam, but a very long shadow at Alexandria, something only possible on a round earth, though would become useful thousands of years later as time zones allow us to figure out what part of our day-night cycle we're on. Pilots take advantage of the round earth by bypassing the side. In, uh, instead of going over the top, they could just save some money. Look at that. Wow, right over the top. Another touchy subject for conspiracy theorists. I know, but again, more on that later. In fact, circumnavigating the Earth by heading in the same direction is another way that we know the Earth is round. Because on a, fi on a flat plane of any finite length, you will eventually find an edge. All of the water would end up falling off of said edge like you would expect trying to drink from a dinner plate or a disc. Yet this seems to never happen. In fact, it appears we live on a giant, massive ball, like the vast majority of giant celestial objects. Sun, round. Moon, round. Literally every other planet, Round, round, and around we go. Yet a flat earther will try to sell you that the earth is flat while none of these physical laws of nature matter. And why? Well, because we're God's special creation. Oh, which is the seedling or possibly the root of the problem here tonight. Though, don't take my word for it. Ask your local flurf. Quote, you can't really be a flat earther and an atheist. End quote. Wits it, gets it. Though if religion is the seed and the flat earth is the fruit of this rotten tree, then conspiracy theory would be the stem. You see, this kind of mindset that we're dealing with is conspiracy theories. The types that have not met a conspiracy that they don't love. But I wish I was being hyperbolic. Flat Earth, sure, but anti-vax, 7-Eleven was a part-time job. The ether is real. Gravity isn't real. Space isn't real. The atomic theory isn't real. Whoa, 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 whoa. What these people are trying to sell you is science isn't real because the entire process of science is removing human bias from the question. If someone asks, well, did you take that test for yourself? You might be talking with someone who rejects science, though it will be something we asked of flat earthers since they are not in the scientific consensus, thus the burden of proof will be on them to come up with their own model instead of acting uh, within mainstream science and saying, oh, mainstream triggers me. Left. 
Are you going to accept what the media has told you? Don't you know they're only trying to make money? Well, sure, 24-7 cable news is horrible. The peer review system by which people formulate a hypothesis, go out into the field for research, collect data, then submit their results. Yeah, that's still fantastic. In fact, it's the only way we can separate fact from fiction. So all we have left to really deal with is the root of the problem. While I could say religion, what I mean is superstition. You see, liberal, conservative, atheist, theist, we can all be prone to believing bullshit. Sometimes that comes from a fundamentalist view of a holy text. Other times it's crystals, vibrations, and magnets. The key here, it's not a science debate because science is about testable working theories. This is about theories versus conspiracy theories, or rather what tools we use in our epistemological toolkit. Thank you. Thank you very much for that opening from Snake and Amy, a.k.a. Snake slash Taylor Synonymous. But want to say, folks, thanks for being with us. If you happen to have a question, you can at me in the live chat, as well as if you do a super chat, we put those questions at the top of the list. We'll have Q&A after the open discussion. Thanks very much for being with us. Wits it gets it. Karen B., Amy, and Taylor, the floor is all yours for open dialogue. So, guys, since my uh, understanding of gravity um, uh, proves dude, that the Earth is round, anger, um, how about you educate me on what I'm getting wrong about gravity and why <clears throat> do things fall towards the ground and not sideways? Okay. Right after we address your guys' monologue, though. So, uh, why you do you dodge the question? Wait, wait, dude, I want to address the intro, okay? So, you claimed Himawari proves that the Earth's a ball. And that it shows us live time footage of live time weather patterns. And so therefore it couldn't be fixed. That's patently false though, my man. It takes a minimum of 10 minutes delay, admittedly, before they even give you any type of image. And secondly, you claim that star trails in the south debunk it. And then you said that's impossible. It's only possible. It's possible in every shape except for flat, which in my intro of the three things I said, I helped you out and said, flat's not a shape, bro. So when you guys say flat's a shape, it sounds really ridiculous. It's a description of a surface. You can have a flat square, circle, triangle, you name it. Okay. Then you brought up Cavendish. We'll talk about that since that's what you want to talk about. And then Amy said you'd find fall off the edge. You can't go past 60 south latitude. So there's actual no proof of any of the stuff that you guys are saying. It was a bunch of sophistry. So I just wanted to address your intro. All right. Go ahead. What's your what's your question? You're asking me to explain gravity. Yeah, and then after you ask that question, I want to know why you wouldn't fall off an edge because that's not right. So I want to know why you think otherwise. Yeah. So, well, well, you Amy, can't go would past you the like 60th South Latitude? It's illegal to go past there. Can you fall off the edge of a lake? No. Ladies and gentlemen, you it's the law that's keeping him from finding out the truth. They can't send drones up past a certain feet because that would really hurt their feelings. They can't figure out how to do a drone themselves. They can't figure out how to get through Antarctica themselves, even though. People go to Antarctica and have won world records. Okay, so you can't freely and privately explore past the 60th South Latitude. You can only go where you're on an approved guided tour. You asked if we could fall off the edge. You can't fall off the edge of a lake. So, so that's a so ridiculous get question. There's something. Oh, there's get something, approval. You know, yeah, but what if they don't? Why haven't you gotten approval? Because I you know can travel that, there. You can only, buy a ticket. Only where they let you go. Uh, yeah, you, you can explore. Comprehending you could do the same thing. How about you go get approval and go do that transcontinent, that transpolar trip and prove that the Earth is a We're globe? I mean, you guys could do the same consensus. thing. So that is like a really ridiculous argument there because you can 
it's easy to prove the earth is not a globe without going anywhere any from the first place without risking your life. But if you think it would, you know, if you guys claim the earth is a globe, that's a positive claim. Go prove it. Go, go from one pole to the other. So first of all, it sounds like Austin said, Wooder's not falling off the edge because I didn't go there. So him not going there is physically keeping Wooder falling off. The no, flat you guys earth. interrupted and, me. Oh, I, I, okay. Well, let me finish the point. Finish then. your straw man fallacy. Okay, so go I'm ahead. Moving over to Karen. Uh, is the, <laughs> the reason why we don't have to do the test is because we're defending the scientific consensus. You're going against the scientific consensus. You're trying to present your own model. And if you're just saying, I'm asking questions, scientists don't care. Your views aren't going to be taught in science textbooks. Okay, so for one, science is antithetical to consensus. You seem to not comprehend that it has nothing to do with what other people think. Secondly, I was explaining that you, for one, can't go past the 60th South Latitude privately and freely, and then people have actually been intercepted trying to do so. Thirdly, you actually don't fall off the edge of a lake, so there's something containing it. Antarctica is known to have the highest elevation in the world. Fourthly, the necessary antecedent to gas pressure is a physical container. Therefore, there could be something literally coming down and keeping that gas pressure here. Therefore, you wouldn't be able to go past it or through it, much less fall off of it. It's a baseless assertion where in which you want to skate past the fact that you have no idea what's past there either. How interesting. Contain it. What is containing it? Uh, we don't have to make a claim as to what it is. It's a necessary antecedent. Well, Water is currently you falling off the edge. We don't. We, you haven't been to that. Do- there's. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say the D word. Everybody said um, there was an edge. No I one keep said it's that. a flat. So it's an infinite plane, right? It doesn't have an edge. It's an infinite. It, I don't know. On we're we're claiming that there's a if yeah. there's a container, it would touch down <laughs> on the earth. Can you fall off of it? Say that again. If there was a container containing the gas pressure and it touched down on the earth, could you fall off the earth? Can you prove there's a container? I just now explained to you, my man, it's illegal to privately traverse past the 60th South Latitude. You must not be listening. Yeah, you can explore anywhere on Earth. You cannot privately and freely explore past the 60th South Latitude. Who's going to stop you? Uh, Different military military organizations. Dude, are you literally... Military is not allowed there. This is why you are the best recruiters for Flat Earth ever, just in case you were wondering, because you guys have to lie. This is why you're trying to... And you have to interrupt me. No, so, you just lied. Uh, to earn those so, yeah, there's no... All right, there's three people Man. speaking oh at gosh. once, so quiet, just so we can hear. It doesn't make sense. It cancels out the purpose of having the panel of the people speaking over each other because then they can't hear anybody. So just want to be sure. Uh, let's see. Karen, we haven't heard a lot from you. So if you have something to say, we'll kick it over to Karen. Otherwise, we'll kick it over to Taylor. Karen, any okay, thoughts? Okay, well, first of all, I've talked to a man firsthand that I know personally who worked for NASA... And when he worked for NASA, he actually spent time working at both poles. He worked at the North Pole and at the South Pole, the quote unquote South Pole. And he also t- believes that the Earth is flat, knows that the Earth is flat because he didn't see the sun's disk the whole time he was there. I mean, there's and and the whole time he was there he was on a military base. Of course, you have to be military to go to, to go to Antarctica. There is no roaming around down there. And not to mention the fact that it is an extremely more uh, harsh environment than the north pole it's not it's not equal like in the north when it's summertime in the north you can go to the north and you can watch the sun go around and it's actually kind of pleasant there but it's not the same in antarctica it's 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 much more colder and there's no flora and fauna there all there's like penguins on the shore and that's it it's different it's completely different so why isn't it the same if the earth is a globe like the way it should way it's described it doesn't even make sense what have you got taylor 
Um, you could go around the military bases in a very short circle instead of around it, the entire globe in a big circle. So you can actually figure out the direction. You could just go around the military bases and it will be an enclosed circle, not the outside of a flat disk or oh, whatever. Have you done that? Any flat object. Have you done that? Have you? You can do this privately. They won't stop you. No, you can't. You can't go past yes, the ceiling. No, you can. cannot. Can you oh. listen to what I just said? Go around that latitude and look at the military bases. You wouldn't the whole get anywhere time. near the military bases it because be... 60, at 60 degrees, you can't even see the shoreline of Antarctica, dude. And also notice what they're saying. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. You can go around it. You could go, but they're stopping you. It's the it's, government. What do you watch the they news? Literally Amy, it's you. not a conspiracy. It's called the Antarctic Treaty, which has tons of subsequent legislation that is easily accessible. You can go read it. It's illegal to it? privately and freely explore past the 60th South latitude. That's objective. You guys are saying no. Because you can yeah, go there. How come... Mm -hmm. And how come the Antarctic Treaty bans military activity on Antarctica? How is that relevant? Silence, okay. How is that, how is that relevant to military What type of military dude. activity? What type of military activity? I mean, they still have bases down there. They are military run. Name one. So, McMurdo! What's up now? What's up Science. now? Is that what well, you said? Ironically, you're the one that just got silenced. I answered your uh, question. Uh, so it's a non sequitur that do people have tried to go and been intercepted. There okay. are scientists on Antarctica now. People have run for Guinness World Records in Antarctica, have been recorded, have been filmed. Somehow that's sometimes a uh, <laughs> not good mm -hmm. enough for flat earthers. Non sequitur. So, film. Non sequitur, as in yeah. you can't go there. I know a guy who filmed Loch Ness Monster there, too. They filmed it. <laughs> Oh, really? We said did? you can't privately you get that guy to publish a paper so other people believe it, and he's not a conspiracy theorist. We said you can't privately and freely go there, so that's called a straw man fallacy. If you can just name someone that went on a proved guided tour, that's it's, a non sequitur straw okay. man fallacy. So it's not You'll a get straw there, man. though. You can go there. What you're trying to say is, I don't want to go there because then that would disprove the thing that really gets me in my feelings. No, if you attempt to get approved for circumnavigation across the center of the uh, Antarctic continent on the bottom of a ball, it will not be approved. They say it's too dangerous of a journey to even attempt, and they will not approve it because they don't say they think they can't rescue you. So you're just making stuff up. So they'll arrest you if you do it? Yes, people have been intercepted trying to go past the yes. 60 South Latitude multiple times. There you go, ladies um, and gentlemen. You can't go to Antarctica. You can't go there for any reason at all, whether you're a scientist or trying to transverse it. Doesn't matter that scientists are there right now, that we have Strawman. a record transversing it. Remember, you can't go there, except for Strawman you Strawman fallacy there. again. It's a straw man, except for it's your exact position, which makes it a steel man. It's not in my exact position. We don't claim no one can go there. We claim that you have to be approved and you can only go where they let you go. Yeah, you you have then to go skate under their conditions. It's can insane. I ask, have private citizens been there? Only when approved on where exactly they're going they go, to go. And, and they're not allowed to go anywhere except for where's approved. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. But they've you been approved to go there. <laughs> and only McMurdo's not a military where, base, but it's the only, government. Uh, 
to go where they let you go and they do not approve circumnavigation all the way over Antarctica. They claim mm-hmm. it's too dangerous. But you can yes. go into Antarctica. So I can go any, that doesn't mean I'm proving the Ursa ball and it's an ice cap on the bottom. I'd have to go over it and come back up on the other side of the ball. Wouldn't I Taylor? And McMurdo is not a military base, by the way, it's a research facility. Okay. Are you going to just skate? Yeah, past so you You're lied. just going to skate past the point. <laughs> no, I, yeah, was, I didn't well, lie. I was wrong. I'm go straight so to the uh, line. It doesn't matter. I already told you that I know a man who went to Antarctica, and it doesn't prove that the Earth is a ball either way. So I, I know mean, how a long guy. do you want to sit here and go? No, I know a guy. I know a guy who went to the moon. He worked for NASA. Went to the moon. He worked for NASA. So we can hear one percent at a time. He literally worked for NASA. I know a guy who went to the moon. This is non-secular. So a, a guy that worked for <laughs> NASA that do. was stationed in Antarctica says that you do not in any way are able to prove the Earth's a ball by being there and that you don't see the 24-hour sun. He works for NASA and was stationed in Antarctica for NASA, and he's a flat earther. So it's and not just so, the same as saying, I know a guy. So he has published a paper Lives on flat Earth that gets peer-reviewed. What was he doing there, can I ask? What was he doing research on? What's it? You got a name? He was actually doing, uh, I can't remember. I did an interview with him a while ago, but it was something to do actually with satellites. Oh, oh, fantastic. And weather. It was we weather and satellite, satellite related. Soon. It was Start weather and satellite on, related. On that note, ever. Yeah. on that note, Amy, would you like to explain why you can't fake the footage from the Himawari weather satellite? Because you would have to be generating that in real time at all times. It's not real time. It's a 10 minute delay. Yeah. How fast can you Photoshop um, accurate weather patterns? Now you're asking us. So first it was real time. First it was real time. Now you guys have been exposed for claiming it's real time and you're objectively wrong. And now you're saying, oh, 10 minutes isn't fast enough when you have algorithms of computers and artificial intelligence. That good, can good assess every cloud. Mm-hmm. So somehow this technology exists that can record every cloud's movement and then put it photorealistically into a uh, picture every 10 minutes. We use Did weather balloons. That's your, that's of your every claim picture? now? Did you check every cloud of every picture to make sure it was actually correct and true to weather patterns? And can you show me that? I didn't, but you and should. So, so the claim is the scientists. <laughs> you so could debunk it. The claim is the scientists are generating visual effects for you people. Once again, it's a massive conspiracy. They're generating mm-hmm. visual effects. You're just appealing to your emotion. You're Based just appealing on to emotion. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your model? <laughs> what was your model? You're just appealing you claim, to emotion. You're oh, oh, no. So, the floor is um, yours for your model. I'm ready. Uh, like right, Taylor you guys, said, your class is yours. You guys are freaking out, but this is great recruitment for <laughs> Flat Earth. So you guys claim that it was live time, and it's objectively not, right? So we oh, have right. weather patterns. No, we said the there's a delay with, what, with weather balloons, right? So we we do keep a documentation of the weather very frequently, and yeah, you would just feed this information to an artificial intelligence algorithm that would give you a picture. They're not even always accurate, and you can actually go look and see that it is not a singular picture when you look at the actual extrapolation of the data. Now, whenever Karen B. asked you, okay, have you done this? That doesn't mean anything. You made the bold claim that you can prove it by looking at weather patterns, and then she said, have you done it? And you said, no, you should do it. But so you guys you just make that out loud. No, do it because, because you're the one claiming that it's fake. So you show yeah. me 
any any instances of fakeness, but you just claim with no evidence that this te- so this amazing deep. technology exists no, and well, that it is in fact being used to fake. You're claiming it's real. No so the positive claim is that it's real, right? We're saying that's not okay. sufficient right. evidence or proof of anything because you could easily fake an image and then send it to people. That doesn't prove the earth's not easily. So that's a call to you, straw man fallacy, Taylor. No, you would need, I'm glad you said that though, because you would need a technology that has not been shown to exist in order to do this. And um, I'm wondering, what is your uh, standard of evidence for a picture or video? Is it that you don't like this, so you just claim it's CGI? And but so, like, what picture or video would you accept? Do you just automatically reject all pictures and all video because it might claim that comes from the government claiming that they went to outer space and we can't personally verify and it's not legitimately testable? We don't blindly give our entire worldview like mental midgets and say, okay, well, we're going to blindly believe this because the government made a claim. So that's our actual stance. So but try you, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I you do believe uh, video. You do believe video and picture when it's shown to you in other circumstances, though, don't you? If it's independently verifiable. I also want to point out that he said, ladies and gentlemen, remember, the government is generating an algorithm. It is a massive conspiracy that they are trying to fool you that the earth is round. Now, he doesn't want to say the end of that sentence. He just wants to say the beginning. But... Ladies and gentlemen, they're lying to you. The governments are working together, creating wars. You're just making stuff up now. So, yeah, we know that governments <laughs> lie, right? Like they admittedly lie within the intrinsic description of what a government is. They automatically compartmentalize and keep things classified. That's what a government is. Admittedly, our government has started wars, ironically, like Gulf of Tonkin's declassified a false flag attack our government did themselves. So we're not claiming we know that not everything the government saying is a lie. We're not claiming millions of people are in on it. That's a straw man. What we're claiming is we don't blindly believe stories and propaganda that comes from the government when they are notoriously known to to be dishonest and mislead us we need something that's independently verifiable right so i don't trust the government either i don't trust the government either at all so i'm with you there except we have this whole scientific community that isn't the government that's independently verifying what uh, nasa says really can you give me some specific examples it's illegal to privately go out there and do this so what are these magical scientists you're talking about Literally all physicists. Literally all physicists. All physicists. Science, all physicists, physicists yes. went to space. <laughs> is that wow. it is a round Earth in which we have went to the moon? Do you believe no, there actually, are places? I know tons of physicists that you, don't think the moon landing was real. You guys are just making stuff up. Well, I just I'm waiting to for a them to purify who thinks the Earth is flat. I just talked to yeah. an astrophysicist the other day who thinks there may be an ether and that relativity is wrong and the Earth could be geocentric. I just talked to another physicist the other day who knows the Earth is flat. So you guys are making <laughs> Once stuff up. Once again, how many people I talk you to talk a guy to who at believes the end the, the bar? Does not matter. You need them to publish papers. You're the one that appealed to the idea of physicists. Try to keep up, Amy. Yes, so you scientific guys move consensus, on. not guys at the bar. Do you understand the difference between scientific consensus and the let guy at the talk bar? To you. Oh my God! Why? So, why do so you- I talked to a guy who believes a thing is good enough evidence for you. But scientific consensus is not. That's another straw man fallacy. I didn't claim that because this physicist thinks the earth is flat, that means it proves it. What I said was you claimed all physicists 
prove and verify NASA's claims. Now, this is patently absurd and false on its face. For one, it's illegal to go to space. We're talking about these claims of them going to space and turning around and taking a picture of the Earth, okay? No physicists ever verified any of that. You made that up. And then when you appeal to all, because your guys are just appealing to emotion. You're appealing to the idea of science, right? It's the most fallacious idea ever. And I'm pointing out that actually not all physicists agree on really pretty much anything. So can we get to the actual evidence maybe at some point? Are we just going to keep appealing to emotion? My favorite emotion, There there might be, there might be like one or two physicists um, on the globe who believe that. You don't know any. You're not some arbiter of truth that knows what all physicists think, man. You sound ridiculous. Do most physicists agree with you? What do you What do you Uh, think that percentage is? I don't. It doesn't matter. It's not even claim to have talked to most. Ninety nine percent. And ninety nine point nine 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 percent. So we don't appeal to authority. Yeah, appeal to authority and majority. If ninety nine percent of people think slavery is real and I mean immoral, does that make it good? What a stupid argument. Bible support it's, slavery. It's an appeal to Bible. So you guys are just all over the place just imploding oh, with red No, no, no. Can I actually ask you? Um, is the main reason why you are a flat earther scientific or religious? Uh it's scientific, even though measurement's actually not a science question, but yeah, scientific uh ossification of the globe earth claims. It has nothing to do with religion. No, literally nothing. Nothing, even though that you say a flat earther cannot be an atheist. Yeah, that doesn't mean (laughs) you don't understand it. So no, tie that tie that to square that circle. I will. I will pull that pencil out and take notes or something. So if the Earth is stationary, okay, write it down. If the Earth is stationary, and that would mean it's geocentric. And if it's geocentric, it's the center of all things that are perceived, meaning there is no logical postulation that could explain that without it being placed there. I've got one simulation oh, theory. Well, well, I don't, oh, who so if you convince the me, of wait, the simulation? If you convince me, who created the programming of the simulation? Yeah. If you convince me that the Earth was flat, I wouldn't go to automatically to God. So oh, why don't you teach me how this gravity thing works? Because <laughs> that's why I'm convinced that the Earth is a globe. Really? Because okay. what's gravity? Yeah. Yeah. What's gravity? But he also said it's a half an acceleration sentence. of mass towards mass. He said it was put there, but he didn't say creator. Like he does half sentences. Like it had to be put there by. Uh, oh, that's but it has the nothing point. to do with so God. The religion would come in when you personify or make specific claims about what the creator is or whatever. But the necessary antecedent to design is intelligent design. So it just means that it's placed there. Atheism would no longer be viable. You don't have there to personify go. it or come up with a religion. And that's not why people think the earth's flat. It's once you prove that the earth is flat and not what they said it is, and it's just an antecedent for a geocentric stationary earth. So I don't want to just not let Karen B talk, though. I mean, Karen, Karen B would destroy you guys. You guys are just she's a little too polite for you guys, I think. That's what I so do you have anything to say about how our understanding of gravity is all wrong? Yeah. I'm here to learn. Yeah, yeah. Well, so go ahead. I Kirby. mean, well, first of all, you keep talking about mass attracting mass. So what about Einstein? Einstein is supposed to be the prevailing gravitational theory, and that has nothing to do with mass attracting mass. It's like bendy space time. So how do you how do you um, reconcile that? The, the difference between uh, Einstein and Newtonian gravity. I'm- <laughs> Under his theory, mass warps space-time, which causes mass to accelerate towards mass. But it's not attraction, right? So, like, yeah. I said acceleration. 
Well, at first you said that you didn't actually. So, but either way, either way. So the question is, did you not know Wait, did that you relativity has already been demonstrated to have tons of problems and it doesn't, it's actually provably right now at the best, in the best case scenario, incomplete within your own paradigm. You didn't know that. So you think that I said, uh, attract? No response. No response. It doesn't matter. It doesn't not, doesn't matter. When you do, say do Cavendish, you think that you're I said attracts or accelerates? So you're when you say well, you said that the independent variable was mass, right? But so actually the independent of Cavendish, variable, yeah. Actually, in the independent variable, according to uh, relativity, would be the bending and warping of space time. So the so it wouldn't be the mass itself. It would actually be the effect of the bending and warping of space time. So that would be your independent variable. So when you said okay, it was mass, according yeah, to that model, mass. Let's. This is just very dishonest because what warps space time? Well, in your paradigm, the displacement under that model. Yeah, in your in that model. Yeah, in your paradigm, the mass displaces the bending. And Thank you. Oh, right, but that's not the point. You claim Let's the move on. variable, which is supposed to be the cause, but the cause is the bending and warping of space time. You need to manipulate space time and just reifying it by saying, "Oh, I changed the mass," doesn't actually verify that causal agent, which has been debunked in your own paradigm. How do you warp something that no, has no properties? Because mass, space has no properties. Yeah, space has property. How do you, uh, what are the properties of space? Properties. So space what are the properties time, of space? So space and time are dimensions. uniquely tied together. Wherever you dimensions have a is not space, a property. you have a time. Wherever you are in time, you have a space. So it is a single landmark that we call space then. Non-sequitur. So she's asking, how does space have physical properties? That's what she asked. Once again, dimensionality is a property of space. Ever since the, ever that's since a mathematical description. That's not a physical property. Try again. Yeah, I don't consider that a property. It's a description of a physical property. No, it's not. Try it's again. a description of an amount of area, a volume. It's a different Cartesian coordinate system of area or volume that isn't a physical property. It is. No. It is a property. It is a thing. It's not a thing. That they is claim a property. It's nothing. They claim it's nothing. <laughs> So it was emptiness. Space. So space does not have dimensions. Dimensions is just an arbitrary description mathematically to describe a certain of, Cartesian coordinate system something. applied to something. But your religion, or I mean heliocentrism, claims that space is emptiness or nothingness. It's a description of something priest. that has that space time has, right? Uh, no, you can just mathematically describe it with the Cartesian coordinate system. Space is considered nothingness or emptiness. It's not considered nothingness. So it's considered emptiness. Space, yeah. Space, space, empty, empty of matter. Right. So space has dimensions. Well, well could describe. Okay. Therefore, it is a property of space. That's no. how English works. Sorry yeah. to burst your bubble. You don't understand dimensions aren't physical properties. You have to have something physical in which you're applying the dimensions to. So you'll get there. Dimensions are physics, and it is physical. Yeah, dimensions it's are not, physics. Dimensions are not mass, but dimensions is math. physics. Math. Dimensions are math. I also want to know both. Which of is you physics? That math isn't you... physics. No, it's not. And and I, I I wasn't commenting on your math comment. I'm saying it's not mass. So what? That's probably what you're thinking of as physical. It's not mass. It's not mass or it is. But there are non-mass things in physics that are physical. Okay, can you define physical? Anything that has to do with physics. 
anything that okay so the definition of physical in your own paradigm is energy or mass so and space is which one i said and space no 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 energy and mass so which one is it that space falls under the category of energy or mass neither okay so it's not physical even within your own paradigms definition so we can move on all right. Nope. Physical universe is anything that we are able to interact with. That's why we don't seem to get any experiments from the flat Earth side. In fact, both of them said that they went out, they did the experiments themselves. However, as far as I can tell, neither of them published papers. And so there is oh. nothing to be added to the scientific community. And I, if long as they put, you know, how they got their results, their methodology, other people can then do the same thing. And, yeah, you're just... Oh, no, continue. Actually, well, no, I just want to be sorry, go ahead. There is a paper published, actually, uh, a very long paper. It's over 100 pages long PDF that is that has been published by um, the group of people that I did the measurements with. I didn't call them experiments. They were actually direct measurements of the earth's surface to try to measure the earth for curvature because they do give us a given size of the earth which is a which is the radius of 3959 which you could then from that you can you know go do basic geometry and extrapolate the numbers and then you should know how much curvature you should see from one point to another and every time we did measurements we did not measure any curvature at all and what journal was this published in, if I ask? It wasn't was it published in a journal because you're not going to publish a in a in a scientific uh, mainstream scientific journal something that debunks everything that they try to push. Yeah, right? so you're we did it's a publish conspiracy. it ourselves, but we did so, publish it ourselves, and it is available for public viewing, and I can and give it to you right now. Engineers, yeah, it's done <laughs> by a group of engineers, and it's in-depth documentation of all the tools, all the methodologies, all the data, all the refractive conditions. Seven different index. measurements. Yes, yeah. seven apparently the rest of the apparently <laughs> the rest of the scientists don't think it was good methodology. Oh, have you, can you name one of them? I've seen it. You, you can also find this published you need at www.thisisdefinitelyscience.blogspot.com. So all you guys are doing is just like, because um, you guys have no substantive value to your argument, so you're just appealing to consensus. You're like, oh, well, no, uh, the mainstream didn't peer review it and say it was true, so therefore it's not. But ironically, what you just claimed is true, right, which is relativity. I can cite, since you like to appeal to consensus so much and whatever a scientist says is true, which is stupid because they all disagree. I can tell you at least 500 different people that say the theory of relativity is not viable, must be replaced, and is in no way complete or compatible, for example, with quantum or the cosmological scale. And you just said you know you proved it with Cavendish. So you, you have a contradictory worldview. You're just trying to gaslight us. That's all you're doing. You're gaslighting us for the audience to pretend that somehow since you have the majority of people on your side, that that means you're right. So how am I supposed to tell the difference between you actually being right and all of us being wrong um, and all the experts being wrong and you just teaming up with some people and saying, I know a guy who said it wasn't round. How am I supposed to tell the difference? 
do you know what straw man fallacies are? Because it's like the most dishonest fallacy that one can use in a debate where no one made any of those claims that you're saying. We didn't say that some guy told us and therefore one guy told us so the earth is flat. No, we said you can go out and physically prove via empirical replicatable demonstrations and measurements and experiments that falsify the claim of the globe earth model that's what we're actually saying so so everything you're saying is a non sequitur bro you're just making up straw man fallacies it's lame no how am how am i supposed to know the difference because i know of several ways to measure the curvature name one and you just call them cgi name one pictures looking at lakes that curve with your eyes pictures measure the earth looking at the stars which can't spin in opposite directions unless you're on literally anything but a flat surface none of those things measure the earth they do hey can i share the screen no they don't all you can do with the lights in the sky is observe them that you can't use them as a form of measurement because there's no frame of reference you can observe that and those aren't spinning in different directions you're just slightly warping it okay Um, so that would give you the optical illusion of things moving in different directions based on the uh containment actually so what's up what's your answer no it doesn't why not because that's not an optical illusion of things spinning in opposite directions we're literally looking at it though and that's an interesting thing it says glass dome that uh, makes it almost seem like this dome is made of glass wouldn't that be interesting if you just go up to the dome and try and crack it get right through it why are you changing and the subject, t- buddy? And this is on top of the dome, dome. <laughs> my lady, right up there. You're changing the subject. So, t- Taylor, you just said, no, you have any substantive specificity of any value or? Because mm, it's not spinning in opposite directions. Maybe they it's the frame are. rate for me, but it's not. Um, and this is observed. This is not observed. Uh, and not observed? this is and this is taken from above the dome. Okay. So this is not a model. You would be perceiving the stars through the dome. More carts under it. Hey, there's, a, under there's, also it. Other, there's, a, there's also a magnetic field. Different you can have two parallel things of stars themselves, actually. Two sets of stars within a magnetic field that can be depicted. You would get the exact same thing. Also magnetic holography. Uh, also magnetic Your speculation. Yeah. I, just, I, I love you're speculation saying it's, you're saying as, it's as scientific You evidence. said it was impossible. I'm showing you mm-hmm. that's not true. There are many possibilities. As I then lay out the possibilities, which refute your claim that it's impossible, you now say it's speculation because we can't physically go to these locations and verify things. So that's a non sequitur. Your claim that it's impossible has been disproven. You're not showing me stars under a dome. You're not showing me anything like that. Does this show that a container, that, that some type of physical container can alter the stars and make them look like they're going in opposite directions? Yes or no? Not like the Earth, and it doesn't look like it to me. Okay, well, so, well, we'll let the audience decide. If you just say, nuh-uh, doesn't mean anything. Everyone can see them going in two different directions. It, it, no, it looks like it's just going in one direction to me. Okay, well, I'm sorry that you, you it's can't It's a pretty see bad things. frame rate. Can I ask, do you guys believe in the atmosphere? Uh, yeah, we believe in the atmos. What is holding the atmosphere down if not for gravity? There's a physical containment. We don't see gravity hold gas down. It goes in all directions. A physical containment? Once again, like a glass dome? So We don't have to claim glass or anything. Yep, something containing it. We could pick something out of that key. You guys got nothing. So if gravity is holding the gas down, why does it go in all directions? (laughs) 
why does it have density gradient? What do you mean? Why, why does it go in all directions? Because it's fluid. Why does it have a uh, okay. density gradient? <laughs> why does it? Why is there a gradient? That's your question. We have an electric gradient on the Earth, and we have the most gas being introduced at the surface level. And the only way that you can have a pressure gradient is to have the pressure in the first place, which requires a containment. So that was easy. It does hey. not require a containment. It only requires acceleration. Acceleration. You know, what? What does mm -hmm. acceleration have to do with a pressure gradient? Because if something, if the air is accelerating toward the ground, then it's going to accumulate toward the ground. It's not though. It goes in all directions, including directly up away from the ground. Mm-hmm. So, so if something's going up yeah, away from the, the pressure, ground, is it accelerating towards the ground? Most of it is accelerating towards the ground. That's a non sequitur. The point is that the gas goes in all directions. It's actually a direct answer to what you said. No, you said that it's all going down. Yeah, most of it is going down. Is it most? And some of all? it might move a little bit. So what? That's how fluids work. So even it's your like model water. claims it has to be contained, Taylor. You don't know that. It's it doesn't need a solid container. It needs gravity. Physical containment. Can, gravity, mm -hmm. gravity, which is physical, um, but not solid, will contain air and water. But it doesn't at the surface where it's the strongest. It goes in all directions. It does. It goes in all directions. So? And it's also, there's an electric gradient on the Earth. So we can prove that there's an electrostatic field and electric gradient on the Earth, which electrostatics on the smallest scale is 10 to the 39th power stronger than gravity even claims to be. And we can actually prove that's there. So can you actually prove that this magical bending and warping of space-time is there without just begging the question and saying, look, I moved mass around? Can you prove it? It doesn't matter. We observe the phenomena that all matter accelerates towards matter. It doesn't matter how it happens. Uh, really, we don't so have to all, know. All yeah. matter accelerates so, towards other matter. Including air. And you can demonstrate this. You can fill up any container with air and weigh it against something else. It's going to be heavier when it has air in it. Okay. Because air pressure. is mass. It creates pressure. <laughs> pressure is not weight. Well, really, what? Well, what's pressure over area of a weight of a scale? What is that? What's pre pressure over a certain area of a scale? It's not weight. It literally is. If you have a certain no, amount of not. downward pressure over a certain area, that's called weight. Yeah. What did you just say? Downward pressure? What causes yeah. that direction downward? Okay. Why not so, sideways? So you admitted you can't prove your claim, so I'll I'll help you out. So there's an electric gradient. Everything's intrinsically electrostatic, right? So all molecular and intermolecular. You can't prove that. All molecular and intermolecular attractive forces are electrostatic in nature. There's not one piece of matter in all existence that isn't electrostatic. That's a citation from Purdue University. What do you mean I can't prove it? Literally everything that exists. Because So if I drop this, it's going to fall at a certain speed. If I put it next to something, it's not going to fall towards that because it's not attracted electrostatically. Okay, that's right. What that's a non sequitur. If you were to turn it, no, it proves you wrong. No, it doesn't. If you were, to, yes, it does. Wait, are you saying the marker isn't electrostatic? Not enough to move it. Oh, not enough to move it. So it had to be stronger, but it's still there. Thank you for playing. So if we increase the electrostatics to the other marker, we could draw it in and we can prove electrostatics does this because we can use a Van de Graaff generator and make things float, manipulating electrostatics. Can you give me an anti-gravity machine? Can you show me where you manipulate the bending and warping of space times and make things float? If you can make something float and turn off its gravity, it will just keep going. And then answer the question. It, it reaches a certain question. point you where you... It reaches a certain point where you push it away 
and then it falls back down. Can you answer the question? So we, so in science, we have an independent variable, right? So we have a naturally occurring observable phenomena that things go down, downward acceleration. Now, not all things go down, things go up also. The question is, why does it just go up and down and not side to side? Well, we have an intrinsic bias and electric gradient going up 100 volts per meter on the earth, right? So we have a positive above negative surface charge on the surface and everything's electrostatic. We see it happen with electrostatic levitation with bumblebees and with uh, spider ballooning and with beetles. They use their electrostatic nature to levitate. Right. So then we're going to test our hypothesis. Does electrostatics have something to do with why things go down? So what we're going to do is manipulate the electrostatics to see if it's the cause of the effect. And when we do that, we can make things float. So we've proven that electrostatics is at play and does affect the direction that things go. Now you're claiming there's something else there called the bending and warping of space time. Can you manipulate the bending and warping of space time, please, and prove that it's a cause? Or is it just me that has all the scientific evidence and you just have a religion? You have zero scientific evidence. Um, so the, uh, also, before you go on, Taylor, I just want to point out he used religion in a negative way. Austin, I agree. We should continue saying religion is bad. People should not mm -hmm. believe in religions. And now right back over to you, Taylor. I don't like religion. Mm -hmm. There we go. We yeah, agree. Man -made and nobody's here arguing in favor of religion. Yeah. So you keep... Conspiracy you, theory, though. You pretended like electro... <laughs> Static forces can uh, debunk gravity, and yet there's still a force of gravity uh, pulling it down. So, yeah, you can what? use a magnet to make something float, but it only floats so far. You're accelerating something in this direction. Oh, here we go with the whiteboard. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, unfortunately. You can't even respond to the point, though. There's something moving it in that direction, though. We just explained it. Yeah, there's electrostatic acceleration. All objects that go down are electrostatic, whether you drop rubber or glass or wood, you name it. It's all mm -hmm. electrostatic. The surface of the earth is electrostatic. The air is electrostatic. We can replicate this with a Van der Graaff generator and make things float. You lose. And you can't make it. You can't replicate the, the effects of gravity. But what you can. What are you talking about? But you can with mass. Matt, so I can use I can use things of differing electrostatic strength and get the same effect of gravity using the Cavendish experiment. Cavendish uh, uses mass that's electrostatic, but it doesn't even matter because what, even what? if I granted you all this electrostatic woo woo, it would still mean that you can hold an atmosphere to the surface of a round planet. It would still make a round thing. Nothing could stay flat if. If there is an if it is indeed electrostatic, it doesn't matter. It's an attractive force of some kind. Even if there's a big pressure effect. differential, what about the pressure differential between "quote unquote" space and Earth? If there's some electrostatic attraction, mm -hmm. if there's an electrostatic attraction of air to the Earth, then yeah, it can hold it to the Earth. Do you Same know with water? Do you know what space is supposedly supposed to be? What, what are you looking for? Like, do you know that they say that space is 10 to the negative 17 torr? Do you know that they say that it's like 76 quintillion times less atmosphere than on Earth? Like nothing? So and like did huge, you know? That's a huge that's, space, space, right? To be filled mm -hmm. up without a right. container stopping that. Right, vacuum, and what's stopping that is something is pulling the air down. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what you're claiming. But uh, gas goes in all directions, and the only you claimed it too. Well, no, what I'm doing is acknowledging Mm. what's provable with science, so we can prove that we have electricity on the Earth. We can prove there's an electric gradient on the Earth. We can prove that you can get a downward current on the Earth using an electrostatic generator. It's called a corona motor. We can prove that things can float with the manipulation of electrostatics. So we've proven everything that I'm talking about. We can prove that all matter that exists is electrostatic. This is all provable. Now, you're claiming something else that's not provable. You want to try to critique my claim with all these different questions, but you won't even provide any evidence for your claim at all. So can you please prove your bending and warping of space-time? Well, I also want to ask, yeah. because you brought up a question from a while, I we were talking about the dome that you didn't want to talk about. It seems to be that it has like a integrity that just doesn't break. And so I wondered why it seems to be lasting all these years. You would think it would need maintenance. You would think that it would need repairs. You would think that it would need something than a law of nature that is making and maintaining. We ha- we're alive, so our cells maintain. Why is it that this dome just seems to be there and forever? It's just, that's a complete non sequitur trying to shift away from the actual conversation. Taylor, you're getting exposed here man can you tell me how you prove the bending and warping of space no answer gotcha yeah Yeah, you're asking me something that's unverifiable and it's a non sequitur so you're 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 just speculating about what you don't have an answer yeah you just assert there's a dome for no reason yeah what is maintaining the dome not for no reason it's because has to do with the second law is it finite gas pressure and all that will the dome go away i'm sorry karen you were talking yeah she just smoked you <laughs> I'm just saying it. Yeah, so gas. I mean, whatever. The way she says gas second pressure law of thermodynamics does not. Hold on. And it yeah, gas dome? pressure. Well, gas pressure does not work. Containment. Yeah. So vacuums don't suck. The way gas pressure works is it has to push into the no vacuum. No one said vacuums suck. Yeah, I didn't say that. You just I have didn't say you did. And you have a script. I didn't say. Did I say whole... that you did? Yeah, did I say you, said, you did? Then why are you pretending you're teaching us about how they don't suck? Because I'm making a point about why something would go up or down. It would fill the available space so, regardless of what direction. No, it doesn't. Because yeah, guess what? You asserted this downward acceleration. I don't care what causes it. We can call it electrostatics. We can call it gravity. But no, there's a downward acceleration. We can't call and it you gravity, admit it. though, because therefore. The Therefore, I'm mid mid thought. Therefore, so you have empty space up here. There's stuff being accelerated downward. What's going to cause it to expand upward? Nothing, because it's going accelerating downward due to the force that you admitted. When gas is going straight up, (laughs) believe it or not, it's not accelerating downward. Okay, the reason you can't say it can be electrostatic or it can be gravity is because electrostatics is way too weak to do what you need it to do. Now, we can prove electrostatics is there, but they had to make a new claim because it's too weak. 
to claim that you can bend the convexity of the oceans around a ball and all this other nonsense. So you had to make up a new story called gravity, which has constantly been changing, has been debunked on the cosmological scale and the quantum scale, and everyone knows relativity is wrong. It's incomplete at the best. You have dark matter, dark energy, and it doesn't work on the quantum scale. It doesn't work on the quantum scale at all. You guys run around the internet and pretend you know it's a definitive fact when everyone that is in the very group that you're appealing to, these scientists that I speak with, say there's no doubt relativity is wrong and 100% is not actually what gravity is. If it does exist at all, they haven't been able to discover the graviton, and I could go on forever about what's wrong with relativity. You're claiming it, though. I demonstrated to the audience and to everyone else, I can prove electrostatics. You're claiming something additional to that, and every time I ask you for evidence that we can prove that you manipulated the bending and warping of space-time, or can you prove that relativity is true, you change the subject, because the answer is no, you can't prove it, and every single physicist that you ever talked to that knows anything about this conversation would know that you can't prove it, because it hasn't been proven. Yeah. Your so favorite paper going against relativity, you seem to be scientists are saying, the guys, at the scientists at the end of the bar I were at were saying it. Do you know if any of the scientists that you were talking at the end of the bar published any papers? Yeah, literally all of quantum mechanics all knows that. Yeah, literally, literally. So you seem to be <laughs> ignorant of the subject. So you, so you trust those scientists for some reason. Well, that's um, experimentally valid. Like we can actually test that. We're physically mm-hmm. manipulating things and testing it, right? But whenever mm-hmm. you talk about your fairy tales of space, that's a totally different ballgame. And even in your fairy tale of space, relativity doesn't work there either. And it's known for a long time. So uh, it is experimentally validated that if you have a larger mass, you get a faster acceleration toward it. I don't care whether it's the bending of space-time or electrostatics. I don't care at all. Because you should what care, we though. can show, not for this topic. Yeah, for this topic. <laughs> no, hey, not I for put, this topic. Because it only matters. It only matters. <laughs> yeah, it, it only matters... <laughs> Yeah, it's irrelevant, but it only matters what the direction is. No, you don't understand. It matters about the strength as well, Taylor. So the strength needed yeah. to keep – well, listen carefully. It's not – I don't care if it's electrostatics or gravity. You can't say that because for the Earth to be a ball, it has to be gravity. It can't be electrostatics because electrostatics is too weak. It wouldn't hold the gas down next to a pressure system of 10 to 17 torr, and neither would gravity, by the way. And it wouldn't explain the convexity of the oceans. It wouldn't make these planets revolve around each other. Electrostatics doesn't work. You need what it's called gravity. So when you say, I don't care which one it is, you're showing your ignorance of the subject. You don't fully understand it, which is normally why people are globers. And then after uh, Taylor, except, I want to make a question. Except that air actually falls and you claim it's due to electrostatics. I don't care what it's due to. I only care what direction it moves. So gas doesn't it moves always down. Fall. Gas doesn't always fall. So? It goes in all directions. It, it does always fall. Does helium fall? If I fill the balloon with helium, is it going to fall? Yeah, depending on which environment you're in. If you fill up a tank, a, a solid tank of helium, it will be heavier with the helium in it. How'd you measure that? Oh, it'll be because he- oh, how'd you, you get the helium in that tank? How does it how stay do in there? It? How do you know? I'm it's not the familiar with the helium technology. But if what you say is true, if what you say is true, that this electrostatic gravity cannot hold air to the ground, then we should have higher air pressure up the top toward the um, the dome that you can't prove that you just speculate about. But we actually see the opposite because mass always gets attracted downwards. And yes, mass can push mass in all kinds of directions because I can move my arms and push air up. 
And but it's I, always going to come back down. It pulls it down and pushes it up at the same time. Can I also ask? Yes, yeah, it's bending no, space time, Witsit. Don't you have get you it? The bendy space time. We oh, can all bendy can space have... time in every direction at every moment on all over at the same time. It's fine. It all I works know, fine. I know it's hard to believe that you can have <laughs> opposing directions of acceleration. No, I know that. Wow. I know that. I, Taylor, see, all you can do is try to straw man and pretend you're smarter than we are. Because it's called Taylor. Taylor, it's called sophistry. So what just happened was you said you know that you can (laughs) have opposing accelerative directions, right? But actually, what I was pointing out that what you said was stupid was because you said that it was the gravity that was pushing it away. That mass can push (laughs) it away while pulling it. You're ignorant. That's not what happens. So that's what you said. You may have have misspoke. I know that you said it. The whole audience heard you say it. You 100. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You said the mass pushes it away. You said the mass can push it away. You Mm -hmm. said it. I it did in all not, directions. You literally I did just not said the say mass gravity can push, can push. You said the mass pushes said. it away. Can I also yeah, That's called ask a normal guys, force. That's what, that's what a normal force is. So Sorry, Amy, planets, go ahead. Uh, oh, no. You're, you're, said in love. We have the moon, the other celestial bodies, like our star, all of the other planets. Do they have domes? What is making them round? Okay. Carrie, you want you want you got it, man. You okay, it. they all the things in the sky are just lights in the sky. Nobody's gone there. Nobody's physically touched them. Nobody's physically measured them. They are just lights in the sky. How do you know that? That's it. How do I know that? Because I can see that they're lights in the sky. There Nobody's you go. physically measured them. Do you know how, but the, you're how they measured the distance to the sun? Did they you're get a, like what a they physical are. tape measure? No, I didn't. I just said they're. You, do you deny that they're said, lights in the sky? You said you they're deny? just lights in the sky. Do you deny that there are lights in the sky? So are you claiming Are there no that? lights in the sky? There's no luminaries. Are you there's saying no, they're not stars? There's no luminaries in the sky. Is this what are you're you saying? saying? They're not stars. When you say you just said there no, were lights in the stars. sky. I just said they're luminaries in the sky. I'm not I'm not assuming anything about what they are other than that because I haven't physically touched them. I haven't been there. Nobody I know has been there. It's not independently falsifiable. We, we can't have pictures it. of planets that are round. You have, you have CGI. CGI. We, we can see no, 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 the no, no, other no, no, side no, no. of them. Ladies and we can gentlemen, see the other remember, side. these are two people with literally no expertise in CGI, film, or anything Excuse about me, little miss, I have a degree in graphic design. I also have a degree in graphic design and multimedia, and I've been using Photoshop since oh, the first iteration before oh, there were even ladies layers. Ladies and gentlemen, before I'm there so were even sorry. layers. She has seen a pixel and quite a few shoops in her time, and so she You're knows that You're like the worst the comedian ever, by the I way. I know, this is insane. <laughs> You're allowed to call me the worst comedian because comedy is a subjective thing, and we're well, you're funny, but not in the that. way that you're going to write. You know get what I'm it. Saying? But no, ladies and gentlemen, they do not have <laughs> anything but cartoons and CGI that they create. Meanwhile, we have actual photos and I have measurements. I put a link in the chat here to the measurement, the P- measurement PDF, if you want to read it. Be my guest. I also yeah, and there are measurements of the curve. To, so oh, there are. Oh, there it's no, it's measurements of a lack. Yeah, there, there are. Okay, what are the measurements of curve, Taylor? So you, if you have measurements of curve, and you have measurements of no curve, what does that mean? It's what a are curve. the measurements of curve, Taylor? I've already been over this. Name one. Uh, I'm responding to Karen uh, <laughs> because you cut in. You cut in while I was responding to her. 
Oh, you can't so, answer. And I've already answered your question, so I'm not no, going to waste any more time on that. can't answer. I did. I did. So we expect that there would be flat parts on a giant globe. We do? And then, yeah, because it's so large that the curve is so gradual that some parts are going to appear flat. This it's is a disco flat. ball. And, it's a uh, golf ball. Okay. So I don't, I don't measure curvature on this. But uh, if I increase the distance, I'm going to start measuring curvature. <laughs> it's not a ball. I hope you. I mean, whatever. Oh, well, it's, we're on a ball, though. I, that's I, what things on a ball. No, we're not on a ball. I didn't measure mm -hmm. curvature at all whatsoever. Anytime I ever tried, there's multiple. There's literally dozens of of measurements that show that there's no curvature. So why would There's we show lack literally... of long distance? The long distance photo, Mount Canigou in France, it debunks the globe. It, yeah, you mean, no, it's because literally impossible. Are you going to tell me that refraction? Oh, okay, refraction. Refraction does not bend light around the Earth curve. Okay, like the curve of a yes, ball. Yes, it does. Like, no, three it miles in the air, Taylor. Like this is the thing you don't. We're even talking about know hundreds of miles. At all. You're just making it. You don't know the specifics of the conditions. You don't know the specifics of anything. You're just saying the word. You know you have to say in response to every observation. And, and, and the truth is, we know way more. I guarantee you, I know way more about your claim about refraction than you will ever know. I know all about it. You just say the word. And the truth is, just so the audience knows what we're talking about, we saw mountains from 200, over 250 miles away. And the Globe Earth says they should be blocked by three miles of Earth curvature. And yet we saw the miles. I mean, we saw all miles of the missing curvature, the, all the mountains. We saw the shoreline of the mountains. And they just say, oh, well, it looks exactly like the mountains. But it's just an illusion. And actually, the mountains aren't there. They got optically lifted up three miles in the air. So, cool story. You can just say a word. Before yeah, you refraction is a confirmed phenomenon. Does it mean it's doing what you're claiming it's doing? Yeah, exactly. But I also it, want to go back to this graphic design equals I have experience in CGI thing. Because I have you ever rigged a model? Have you ever... In 3D? Yes. Have you yes. ever rendered... You yes. have rendered, and yet yes. you're going to sit here and say that the footage that we have is being rendered right now and has been rendered since the 60s. What do you mean oh, so rendered since the 60s? Straw man. We went to the moon. We've known we've had video footage of celestial bodies, the earth being round, the moon being round. You don't think they could have used models back then? I didn't say it was all CGI. It could have been not, models back then. They could yeah. not have used those types of pro those sorts of programs did not exist. Oh, back she just then. said no, a just, model. They didn't have to use a program back then. They could have physically built a model. In fact, you can see photos of them literally building scale models of the moon. I mean, it's and the Not earth. a secret. Yep. And the earth. Yes. So your argument is just ridiculous. Once again, it is a conspiracy that <laughs> they went and they built tiny little models and they just happened. I don't know how tiny they were. Yeah. They were pretty I'm, big, actually. The ones so, that they showed, so they were pretty big. So there's just CGI or models up in the dome uh, showing us the different sides of the planet. It's nothing but straw man. No, 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 it, no, no. Dude. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, okay, so they're planets. All you can do is strawman us. What do you think the audience thinks when everything you say I'm is strawmanning so you're you? saying and it's a lie every time? What do you think they think? That's not what I said at all. 
You said, so there are models in the firmament dome. No one said anything right, like that's, that. I didn't that's say a ridiculous example that I know you don't agree with because the observable uh, phenomenon is not <laughs> is that we can see the different sides of a planet in the sky. And to believe that, you would have to believe that there's CGI or models in the sky. And I know you don't believe no. that. So where does that leave us? Why do you what think is your that we have to believe? Why is it one or the other? Why do, you, why do we have to assume that we know what the planets are? What is your explanation? There's a pulsating orb of light that has a cyclical nature within a fluid-like medium and its own luminescence based on the auditory reverberation. What's up now? Oh, it's just speculation. Yeah, no, you're just like yeah. you speculate about the sky. So, thank you. You yeah. just speculate it. it, and it's not a. That's what you do. Like That's why I say it's not even. We don't even bring that up. Like we don't even. I don't even go there because it doesn't prove anything anyway. I'd rather talk about the Earth, where we can actually physically stand and measure right here. That we could touch it. We can physically touch and measure the actual ground that we stand on, and there is no measurable curvature. And the we sand and mountains make observations observable. that are beyond the geometric curve. Yep. The sand, oh. mountains, craters, uh, riverbeds on Mars, that's just a pulsating light, says that's Austin. What we, that's I guess, what we see. I guess I'm converting now. I don't care about I wouldn't even want you over here. So, like, I'm not trying to convert <laughs> you. You know, like I'm saying, we we don't believe in fairy tales from the government. You say you believe the government lies all the time and you don't fairy trust tales. them. But NASA, everything they say is true i'm like okay you're getting kind of weird but whatever you want to believe over there my guy we don't believe in stuff like that we went and tested the surface of the earth the geometric horizon is nowhere to be found and now we've discovered that the globe earth argument which my friend mr anderson said this is why they don't want the debates on mainstream television this is why all right because it would just be so bad it would be immediately everyone knew so we're asking for physical empirical evidence that can be replicated to prove the geometric curve of the earth and that it is where it's supposed to be and all the globe earthers say is refraction meaning we never see the curve of the earth from the ground we never see the actual position of the curve of the earth so is that what you think you think we never see the actual geometric horizon we see it from satellites you just claim it's cgi with no we can't evidence see it from the earth though. um yeah you can see it from the earth but it might be a little bit bigger because of refraction which does happen so then we so, don't ever see the actual position of Earth just, curve. Uh, what? And might I say, no consensus <laughs> in any expertise field, no expertise in the visual effects field or in any physical field within you, the... You are a textbook sophist. Okay, uh, continuing. No physicist that is writing papers, and when we ask them to present papers, they say, well, they won't accept our papers... Okay, so Taylor, what I asked you was, are you saying that we can never see the phys the Boy, actual Boy. Earth curve? Like we can never see the actual position of the real Earth curve on the ground? That doesn't mean anything. I'm asking you, is that what you're saying? I can't answer that because that doesn't mean anything. Do we see the actual position of the Earth curvature on the ground ever? Like the horizon? The actual curvature the of the position Earth. of the Earth curvature that doesn't mean anything. The actual position, as opposed to an apparent position or location, it literally does mean something. So what are you curvature about? isn't a position; it's not a point. Okay, there's a geometric location relative to the observer's height. Yes, it is. You have a tangent point. So I'm sorry you don't understand things, but you, you literally do have a tangent point. It's called a That's geometric not a curve. Location. 
It's called you don't geometric, understand mathematics. It's called a geometric horizon. So yes. you, that's that's the curve of the Earth. You would see a bulge or what you call a geometric horizon. Your your claim your claim is that we never see the actual geometric horizon or curve of the Earth. That we always see an no. apparent horizon from the ground. You can see the horizon from the ground. What is your point? Is the horizon we see the actual curve of the Earth, or is it an apparent refracted horizon? It's the actual curve. But, so you just now said that when we saw the mountains, the reason that we didn't see the curve is because it was refracted. Or what about when the horizon moves back and forth? It can't be the actual curve because it's moving back and forth. I mean, the Earth's not breathing in and out. So It is the actual curve. So moving, why is it going it back appear, and forth? It can appear distorted. Is that what you're asking about? So why does it appear distorted? Well, no, it's just we never see the actual position or location of the Earth curve. Like it moves around optically based on the atmos. It's because of refraction. That's what your position says. Your position says that we never see the actual geometric horizon because we always have refraction within the atmosphere. So it constantly moves it around. The horizon we see is an apparent location, right? And that the actual location is never seen. But the question then is, and that is your position. I'm not strongmaning. I still manned it to help you out. So the question is, then how do we know it's there? If we've never seen the actual position of the Earth curvature, we can never see the actual Earth curve. How do we know it's there? Because it can't curve on a flat surface. The, the light cannot refract like that on a flat surface. When you say, so, yeah, you the, say curve, the curve looks a little bit bigger sometimes. Can't do that on a flat surface, though. You're saying there'd be no horizon on a flat Earth? So Well, it would be above it. The horizon is always, what are you talking about? The horizon rises optically up and down above above you. What are you talking about? I, I explained this in the opening. Um, so like flat geometric so straight perspective will converge at a certain point uh, on a horizon. When you actually compare that with actual photos of, you know, for example, like Pontchartrain, you can try and line that up with geometric um, perspective. And the horizon is always lower because it's curving down because on a flat plane, it would just keep going. Now on a flat plane, actually the horizon would also be below you because you're going up above the earth. So it would rise towards eye level, but it'd still be below. It's an apparent location that fluctuates based on optics like atmospheric or atmos location or conditions. So you would have a horizon on a flat earth, right? You have a vanishing point. You can't see forever and it constantly changes. And on a flat earth, that's what would happen. The globe earth claims the earth physically blocks our view, yet it constantly moves around and is never where it's supposed to be. And we see way too far. So uh, and I'm not sure what you're trying to say. If you're claiming that there'd be no horizon on a flat earth, I mean, yikes. What I'm talking about is I don't, if you've been taught to draw in school, right? You draw a building. From a perspective. Right. You draw, you draw flat the line, lines, converges with the horizon. All straight lines. Right. That's what you'd expect on a flat earth. On a globe earth, they curve and end, it ends before the actual geometric horizon on a flat earth. That's observed reality. Observed reality is what? That the horizon constantly moves back and forth and it's sometimes below our eyes because we rise above the surface of the optical convergence or vanishing point. That doesn't prove that the earth is curving. I just addressed all of that. 
Well, you can't that just get that effect that on we a have flat a dynamic, Earth. That just proves that we have a dynamic at, at most that changes from day to day. Your visibility changes. doesn't have anything to do with Earth curvature. Yeah. It, it oh, does, though. You're just because saying structures it. Structures are built over it. What? Structures are built over curves. Like structures the are built Lake Pontchartrain. Over, Lake Pontchartrain? Talking about the is, bridge. Is mm-hmm. built over Which curves? Curve. Okay, but bo- bo- do you not think that you could build a curved bridge? It doesn't curve with the earth. The design of the bridge is curved way different than the rate of curvature of the earth, bro. You don't think that they make the bridge go up so maybe boats can go under it at some point and then it can go back down to the land? like. Yeah, and it just increases stru- structural integrity. My well, goodness. Uh, it doesn't go straight into the ground, and yet that's what it looks like if you're on one side of it, which is only possible if it's curved. No, it constantly fluctuates how far you can see. That's the horizon is just an apparent location. It's an optical illusion. Like the the ground doesn't literally merge with the sky. That's ridiculous, right? So it's an optical illusion. It moves back and forth based on the atmosphere. The globe earth claims that there's an actual curve blocking us and that it moves back and forth. But trust me, somewhere within there, it's a real curve. That's just objectively what it is. So the question is, why do we never see the real curve? The answer is because there's always an atmosphere. Fair enough. To be fair, it's like, okay, fair enough. Then how do we know it's there then? That's the question. On a flat surface, in order to get refraction, you would need air density like this. Air density increasing diagonally. That's not reality. Why? That's how refraction works. What? We don't need refraction. What are you talking about? Refraction fluctuates constantly. It's a flat You're surface. You're saying there's only one direction rises. that light can refract in? You think direct that light only refracts in one direction? If you, know you have an air works? density, yeah. If you have it has how to it hit, uh, air of different density. Right. It Which bends way toward does the, light the normal go? bends toward the normal line. The normal line? No, no, it doesn't. What's the normal line? What does that mean? It bends towards the normal line. What's the normal line? Uh where does the normal parallel. line start? <laughs> bro bro you're saying refraction perpendicular if the earth was flat perpendicular when it bend, when it hits so something what? it bends towards this perpendicular normal line so Just because you say so when you have <laughs> yeah because i say so so okay, i've met the Snow's amount of law, i've Taylor. met the amount of um evidence that you've brought because i said so and my buddy said so so i guess we're even now well, we physically anyway in the room can go physically measure and falsify the claimed earth at the earth curvature you've just appealed to cartoons and stuff like that but it's called snail's law which is that light will bend toward the denser medium um of course assuming light rays and that light physically travels from point a to point p and refine the photon but that's a total aside so we'll just give you all that it's, i digress so anyway it goes anyway towards more dense that word it goes towards more de- that wasn't word salad it goes more to the towards the more dense medium right and yeah. so that's cool whatever we have to use a differential equation though we can't use snell's law for the atmosphere we have to use something a totally even the differential equation doesn't work for snell's law it's a totally different type of refraction nevertheless it's a mathematical construct has nothing to do with what you're talking about that when we explain it on a globe we use seven over six r an average based on assuming the r value so the fact that you think that somehow we wouldn't have a horizon on a flat earth or it wouldn't move around due to refraction on a flat earth is just patently absurd and wrong and objectively not correct in any way. I'm sorry. Amy, I guess math doesn't work because Austin said so. In light fact, bends towards the denser medium. And speaking I, of light, my mind can is I blown. ask you guys 
Wow. But if you have done the shadow experiments that they've been doing for thousands of years, that Eratosthenes and That literally proves nothing. Even Neil deGrasse Tyson says it can be duplicated with a small local light over a flat surface. So that's a no? You can do it with a flat surface and a small local light. Yeah. So that should be be easily confirmable. That's a no. That could be easily confirmable. How where how's your research going to go visit the uh, small local sun? To go visit the small local sun. Yeah. Your guys' questions are these, just... these effects. Why do you right, think they can't because you'll never do the research? That anybody can visit the sun. I never because you'll never do the research. We have done the research. You've been researching for seven years. How okay, let me ask you. Let me explain. Let me explain. How did they find out the distance of the sun? How was the distance of the sun? measured i have no idea i care about gravity no, because you didn't do the research that's why you said you cared about gravity i gave you 10 opportunities to uh, provide proof ladies and gentlemen take note there it's all based on assumptions by the way i'll give you a big question they never actually physically measured it it's all based on assumptions why is karen b to teach you how skeptical karen b was that she almost tried to make fun of taylor for saying i don't know when that's the correct answer but that's it's okay. Not the because but there is an answer. More sophistry. There is an answer, though. There is an answer. So why are you making fun of Taylor for not knowing the answer and saying, I I'm don't I'm not making know. fun of Taylor because he just said, well, you didn't do the well, research. Yeah, and then I asked him a that's... question. He says, well, I don't know. And I said, well, it's because you didn't do the research. Once again. Yeah, Listen, you know, sophistry. you sit there and. Because <laughs> he just answered like question after question after question after question. And then after he you finally hit a I mean, thing he where he said, he I don't satisfactory know. Answer, this is all waste of time. Time and sophistry, Amy. It is. Okay, you cool. said to go that... into the Q and A. Any <laughs> you some thoughts? If we give everybody have... one or two minutes, we can give you a chance to wrap up. If yeah. you want to draw together sure. some of the threads from the discussion, otherwise you don't have to. If you want to say I'll defer, you can pass on that. We're going to start with go left, right. Wits it gets it. If you want to go first, the floor is all yours. Yeah, sure. So, um. Like we were talking about, gravity has never actually been proven. In Cavendish, you can't account for the variable of electrostatics. It's always there. So electrostatics is a small, weak force, and it's not strong enough to explain gravity. So although that's all we can prove, they have to claim gravity. So currently, it's called the theory of relativity. And everything hinges upon this idea that light has a constant speed in 1905 to 1915, blah, blah, blah. It's general relativity. And it's admittedly doesn't work. We have dark energy, dark matter. We only discovered in the 30s that the galaxies only had 3% of the mass that relativity would predict. The universe needs to expand 10 times faster. We're off by 10 to the 120th power. Some people guess a little bit smaller than that. So we have dark matter and dark energy that makes up 96% of everything that relativity doesn't predict or cannot explain. In addition, when we take the theory of relativity or gravity, it doesn't work on the quantum scale. It doesn't affect anything. It's not seen anywhere and it can't be discovered or explained. So the theory of relativity doesn't work at all. The problem is there used to be something called the ether in the background. It was thrown out for Michelson-Morley because it showed the earth isn't moving, which in the conclusion, that's the truth, that we can physically measure the surface of the earth. It's not curving like they said that it is. And there's no evidence that the earth is moving. And in fact, it's a philosophical decision to pretend that it is. And even Einstein, Stephen Hawking, and Edwin Hubble will all tell you can't prove that the earth is moving. It's a philosophical decision because we don't want to think that the earth is special. So there you go. There's a summary. There's no physical empirical evidence of any of their claims. It's just sophistry and appeal to consensus and majority. Got it. Karen? Yeah, what, what's it said? <laughs> you got it. That and I measured Earth curvature. I measured for Earth curvature myself. I've seen it with my own eyes. So I suggest that what you do is you go get a laser, you go 
get somebody else to help you out and go do those long distance observations yourself. And then you decide whether or not you're seeing light bend around the curve. And also maybe you should study refraction and know that light does bend towards a denser medium and that you get different densities depending on the temperature of the water versus the air above it. If the water is cooler than the air temperature above the water or the water air temperature is cooler than the temperature of the water, you're going to get different light bending in all kinds of different ways. So remember that next time. And Earth is flat. You got it, Amy? Thank you so very much. The Earth is round. We have known this for thousands of years. I wish I could even pin this solely on religion, but Christian medieval theologians knew and recorded that the Earth was spherical and kept it going all the way up until the Enlightenment. So we have known that the Earth is round. We have been able to prove it through not only natural philosophy, but through science. Scientists have known that the world is round through empirical means. We have not only video evidence, but multiple ways that you can do the experiments yourself. I do want to thank Taylor for being my debate partner. Witsit and Karen, as spicy as I've been, I really do love everyone. So sending love to them. And of course, James, for being an awesome mod. And if you guys haven't already hit that like and subscribe button, then what are you doing? Appreciate that. And it is true, folks. I would say this. If you thought your side was more persuasive, and don't worry, Tyler, we're going to give you a chance to speak. But, or, forgive me, Taylor. But I want to say, folks, <laughs> if you thought your side was more persuasive tonight, you're like, you know what? I think they were. A great way for more people to see this video is that you hit like, for real. Because if you hit like, that boosts it in the algorithm, meaning that YouTube will recommend this video to more people. So, if you haven't yet, hit that like button. We have 646 watching live. We're at about 200 likes. We can easily get to 250 with that. Taylor, go ahead with your closing as well. All right. Um, so number one, what we were talking about in the closing, um, there, so you said that the uh, effect of different shadows of different lengths can be achieved by a small and local sun. So I asked you, can you show that there's a small and local sun? That should be pretty easy to research. And then you, then we had a bit of a meltdown there, um, which is what would happen if there was a small and local sun. I believe it's my closing statement. Um, yeah. So you got you guys had a uh, <laughs> a very robust uh, disagreement with the fact that I asked you. Where's the small and local sun then? Because this is your saving, your rescue device for this uh, for this effect. And it should be easy to go discover. Uh, anyway, uh, measuring the Earth yourself, I've, you've given me no reason to believe that your measurements are good or correct. Um, I have no way to tell you from a, a wingnut um, if you're correct. And... Um, <laughs> Oh boy. I I have I have no way to do that. No method. Um and speaking of working methods, we'll get to that. Uh but yeah. You measured some flatness. Other experts have measured curves. And we can look at them. Uh 
Then, uh, so Austin said that we can't account for electrostatics in the Cavendish experiment, except you can because you can use materials of differing electrostatic strength and you get the same effect showing that the effect is mass. That's what a variable is for Austin. Also, it doesn't matter. The only thing that really matters for my whole argument was the direction of the acceleration. So if there's an electrostatic acceleration, attraction, force, whatever you want to call it, it's working on air. You claim sometimes it just works on air. Sometimes it just turns off and doesn't work on air, except all the air is accumulating down because it's moving downward, because it has a force downward, an, ex an acceleration downward. If it could just kept going upward, it would accumulate at the dome. That doesn't happen because it's all because it's denser at the ground. And this is why working models are important because you can't navigate on a flat earth map and you've presented no working models. And with that, we're going to jump into the Q&A. I want to say thanks so much for your support. We already crushed it with 250 likes. Thanks for that support. If you haven't yet, as I mentioned, many more juicy debates coming up before we jump into these questions. For example, as I mentioned, the bottom right of your screen, King Crocodile returns, taking on David McQueen in a debate on creation versus evolution. You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button as we have many more debates to come. This first question coming in from, do appreciate it. And I'm going to move through as fast as I possibly can. Folks, there are some that I'm going to skip. If you are insulting a guest, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for substantive questions, as many as we can get. This one coming in from Theo Megawardy says, let's see. In another universe, the Globers were on time. Haha, <laughs> just a little jest because we started late. David Benscombe, Ben Cosme, thanks for your being with us, says, James is ripped. Okay, thanks for that. Space Audits with Alan says, there's no way to verify images from so-called satellites, even if you compile the raw data, the metadata from it is already removed. I think they're saying that the picture, the alleged pictures from satellites are not real, Amy and Taylor. I think they're saying that... Can you ask that question one more time? They said there's no way to verify images from so-called satellites. Even if you compile the raw data, the metadata from it is already removed. Once again, that just sounds like a conspiracy. It's the the main shtick of a conspiracy theorist. Of, Did you get that data yourself? Did you do that test? Because what they're saying is we don't trust scientists. We don't trust scientific consensus. It is a Fox version of uh of being a contrarian and so uh, uh can you give us a reason for why we should tr distrust nasa and other agencies nasa i know they hate it and we get paid by them and, and george soros but they're actually a fairly well-liked government agency because they keep their butts as uh, as unpolitical as possible. They are just trying to do good things. And for hell, for all much I'll hate uh, Trumpy Stan, he put Let's up Space forward. Force We've got a lot and of questions. Uh, support it. They're doing good work. I just, this one from Brandon Connell says, for the flat earth gas, how do you explain the difference in weight between the North Pole and equator? Globe earth slash gravity predicts it? Question mark. Amy, yeah, so y'all are awesome. Oof. 
That's a good question. So Einstein himself, which most of the Globers don't know this, Einstein himself said in a letter in 1913 um, to Ernst Mach that if the Earth was at rest but the sky was moving around it, there would be a translation of centrifugal force. So you would get the same effect that drags the pendulum around or cause precession in the gyroscope. And that would also affect weight distribution measurements, meaning that the actual weight that's measured would be affected by the centrifugal force and the transition of the system from the moving sky around the Earth at rest frame reference. And that is Albert Einstein himself. Uh, but just the mainstream Google won't tell you that. So yeah, since the sky is moving around the earth, then you would actually have centrifugal distribution within a tor- toroid vortex and uh, it would change the weight distribution. You got Sounds it. windy. This one from Theo Megawordy says graphic designer equals globe earth expert. I don't know what that is referring to. You heard it there, folks. Not taking pot. So let me tell you though, before I, I, I only put an asterisk on it. Because I, she, if she, she's probably an amazing graphic designer, and a graphic design is an amazing degree. But once again, it's like when physicists, creationists, like putting physicists attack biologists and biologists attack physicists. Because if you get someone in their own field, it seems that they don't have consensus. And so, yes, I would love to see someone in the post-production industry present some sort of methodology that we can take. Uh, to show that it's CGI. You can't just claim it's CGI visual effects because your gut tells you. Like That's what they say it more. is. That's what they, they say it is. They tell you it is, right, correct. They. This one coming in from NASA. NASA. It. Uh, the bad <laughs> jinx. The Batman <laughs> says, Amy and Taylor about to get flat snacks. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Connell says, to use the Bible as proof of flat earth, don't you first have to show the Bible is actually correct? Although I don't know if either of you... If no. That came up per se. No, Cameron, no one does that. That's a straw man to try to dismiss us. Yeah, Cameron, it's just a straw man. Cameron Hall says, if Earth was flat, wouldn't you be able to see Europe from America using a telescope? Also, why can't flat earthers just go to the International Space Station and show us a picture? Okay. There's angular size change with distance or angular resolution limit mm-hmm. and something called the attenuation of light. So, no, you wouldn't be able to see forever. You have an optical vanishing point. Why can't we go to the ISS and take a picture? That's the question. I mean, what kind of insane, absurd, ridiculous question is that? I don't even know. You got this one coming in from Lunatic Thinker <laughs> says, We have mapped the position of stars in the night sky. Why does the night sky spin counterclockwise when observed from a northern position? Clockwise, though, from a southern position and goes from east to west at the equator. I just explained that. Being All stars effect. rise in the east and set in the west. Yeah. And there would be an optical effect of containment and it could be magnetic holography. And we can show that a magnetic field would do the same thing. So there's a plethora of options, but literally just a little paperweight will show you that there could be an optical effect that make it happen when you look up. So you're just looking. It depends on which way you're looking at it from. The Wicker Man, thanks so much for your super chat. If you had a question to attach to it, let me know in the live chat. Brandon Connell says, for the Flat Earthers, get your pilot's license and go. It's not illegal. You just need international flying clearance, and planes aren't that expensive to rent for a day. It is Okay, illegal. money bags. <laughs> it's you illegal got, to like, 500000 laying around to charter a jet? Okay. And that's a lie anyway. You can't fly planes <laughs> over Antarctica. It's illegal. You can't do that. They say it's too dangerous. It is a lie. Yeah, the pilot lies. offered this. Yo, really? Then we we actually contacted yeah, and then him. Yeah, we held him and to it, he, and then he backed off because yeah, and he, he realized he didn't do it. He wouldn't even he tell us his snuck, company. snuck away back into his corner. Yeah. 
You just would you, he just did it so you could say stuff like that. You guys could just exactly. say things. Yeah, and we called his yeah, wife. The pilot said he would do it. Okay. Okay, we have the documentation of it. So whatever. Yeah. I totally trust your account. We have the documentation. You don't have to trust us. You can actually go find that out on your own. Yeah, we have the receipts. Mm -hmm. Have fun. This one from Psychor says, Lake Michigan is so big that you cannot see the opposite shore even on a clear day. It's from the curvature of the earth. Team Flat, can you refute this? Lake Michigan? You think Lake Michigan helps globe Earth? We can see the Chicago skyline across Lake Michigan from up to 60 miles on clear days. Yeah, I talked to across, locals there. Yeah, Saint, I think, what was it, St. Joseph, I think, Illinois or someplace? I can't you remember can, what it is. You can see it always. Like, I, I talked to all the locals yeah. there. They said you can see it two to three times a week. So, no, you wouldn't be able to see forever over a flat Earth. <laughs> it's not complicated. Yeah, things get smaller. Remember, like, see, um, Sesame Street? Near far. Remember that? <laughs> this one from David <laughs> Ben Cosme says, Brandon, look up Antarctic Treaty. Uh, who's Brandon? Which? All right. Say, uh, look up Antarctic Treaty. Does anybody know what that refers to? Not the yeah. Brandon part, the Antarctic Treaty. Yeah, they were just trying to deny that it exists. And you can look it up and you can look up all the legislation since then and objects that you can't freely and privately explore there. Brandon I brought it up. I brought it up because uh, I do say it exists because the military is banned due to the Antarctic Treaty. Yeah, so are humans oh, freely and privately exploring. And people aren't putting their houses there. No country has been able to expand, like to settle, but that you can still go there. As a scientist, as a private individual, they they will say, oh, you need to get permission from the government, and then you're back at they. But, you know, you can go there. You can only go where they allow you. They don't let you go hey, all the way across it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You just have so We never street. said you can't go to Antarctica. This one from Brandon Connell. You just says, can't go do whatever you want there. Brandon Connell mm. says, uh, what is the name of the law stopping anyone from going there? The Antarctic, Antarctic Treaty. Treaty. Gotcha. There's additional laws in the United States since then that are subsequent, like legislation underneath that, that are very specific with the laws and the rules. Oh, I just realized that David Benz Cosme was saying to Brandon, who asked that question, that they should look up the Antarctic Treaty. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm a little bit dense. This one from <laughs> Brandon Connell says, show the sun section, paragraph, and line. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about but we did take azimuth and um azimuth like longitudinal readings over a year and it shows that the the sun seemingly is a magnetic uh, holography that acts as a toroid um so pretty interesting so when he said look for the where's your like local sun like yeah we did azimuth uh distance readings and i put and we showed that it's like a toroid type projection mm-hmm you got it. And I want to remind you, folks, our guests, don't worry, we have more questions, but I want to say this because you're all here. Our guests are linked in the description. So if you, I mean, since you just got your first, potentially first exposure to them, hey, you can learn more about their views by clicking on their links below. What are you waiting for? Widget gets it. Karen and B, Amy and Taylor are all linked in the description box. And that includes, if you're listening via the Modern Day Debate podcast, you can find our guest links there as well. This one from Tim Pryor says, if you admit people can go to to Antarctica, then you can't deny them witnessing the 24-hour sun you guys say doesn't exist there. Again, she told you that the guy that worked for NASA that was stationed in Antarctica said he never saw a 24-hour sun. You just see the sunlight. 
the only supposed footage of it is provably photoshopped and chopped together so that's kind of sketchy we have a million shots of it in the north none of the south so yeah it doesn't exist sunlight and sun itself is not the same thing you got it theo mega wordy says the Himawari 8 is a compilation of weather data from international systems with extrapolation overlaid on the blue marble data set it is photoshopped there you go uh, according to what? This one. You're asking someone that can't answer their question. Because I because I looked up the uh, MORI data. Did you extrapolate the metadata? You got access to it? No. Yeah, you can't. It doesn't let you. You got it, and this one coming. And so that doesn't mean it can't be or at its fake. Tim Pryor says, have you guys ever got a photo analyst to prove that every picture of Earth is fake? Have you done that? Have you? Have you? Don't have to. They admit that it's composite images. They, they take high altitude footage and then they put it together, stitch it together over a flat map surface, wrap it around a ball, bring an artist in and do an rendition. I don't know why we'd have to have someone prove it when they openly admit that that is CGI and it's not actual full pictures. This one from Tim Pryor as well. So sorry, but you guys are going against every scientist and billions of people. Burden of proof is always on you. This is why you guys are not persuading me. They and we said well, this is long. They said guaranteed you're lying. You did not talk to a physicist who thinks the world is fine. Flat. I think they meant flat. Physics alone says that's impossible, and all physicists agree with gravity. Have to. You have to lie or be lying right now. We have a chance to respond to that long. Uh, yeah. See, this is what this is a, just a tactic, right? It's baselessly asserting it because, like, they have the confidence of having all the people on their side, but they don't know anything about it. I literally did just now talk to a physicist the other day. All quantum physicists will tell you relativity does not work on the quantum scale at all whatsoever. They're trying to find something called the graviton. It also doesn't work on the cosmological scale. No one is lying. Not all scientists believe anything. Physics is based on the relativistic application, and that's uh, proven to be incorrect on the quantum scale. That's why they're looking for a GUT, which is a new grand unified theory to replace it, because everyone knows that it doesn't work. So just the truth of the matter is tons of physicists actually do know there's something going on with this whole gravity and this earth spinning around the sun thing, because they're trying to reintroduce the ether, which would make it stationary. So yeah, there's a lot of this, a lot of people that think different things. Just want to point out that the general theory of relativity and special relativity right now are, as far as we can tell, non-dispute. No one is writing papers against them. I don't know where he's getting this from. And it, the trying to figure out how to tie something big with something small is the theory of everything, or at least that's what its PR term is called. And that's just trying to tie quantum mechanics and general relativity together because we know both are facts and they don't work together you're getting there so you just said no yes. one says that no one's a, it was my super chat i'm finishing the response and the response to you just blatantly lying is that actually it's known that relativity doesn't work with quantum so they're looking for a new model it's admittedly doesn't work on the quantum scale at all and this is just subjective this one coming in from enslaved by truth says god hates spheres this one from Gord. I didn't true. know either. Gordzilla37 says, Strange clouds has smoked too much. Globes a fairy tale, fool. Who's strange clouds? <laughs> Sir no Corduroy says, Changing <laughs> mass changes the degree of warp. 
Okay, yeah, that's a reification fallacy, though. Like, it, it the question is, does the mass actually warp space time, right? And so, if you just like, look, I changed the mass, therefore I proved that space time bend and warp. Well, that's just begging the question, which is why it's well known that relativity could entirely be wrong, and quantum has actually shown that. And uh, he said that you can control for the electrostatics in the Cavendish, but that's not true. Uh, the best Faraday cage in the world still has electrostatics. If you ground it, still electrostatic. The air inside of the chamber is electrostatic. The balls are electrostatic. The torsion cables and the and the rods are electrostatic, and it barely moves at all, if any. So yeah, electrostatics is clearly the most strong variable there, and you can't eliminate it. And this is objective. All molecular and intermolecular attractive forces are electrostatic in nature. This one from Psychor says, straw man, non sequitur, straw man, straw man, straw man. They didn't say who it was for, though. This one from <laughs> Down in the Rabbit Hole, good to see you, hope you're well, says, we found a NASA FTP server, which has all the Himo, uh, let me know if I mispronounce this, Himawari 8 raw images. They wrap mm -hmm. flat radar images over the blue marble sphere. The video is on the Flat Earth Clock app under, quote, satellites on the FAQ page. Yes. Once, once again, if you are taking multiple pictures and they are accurate pictures of the world, then I don't know what to say. It's not CGI. They're His claim was that his claim was that it was a real picture, okay, and that it was a single picture that wasn't composite. He just told you you can yes. go look it up, that you can look into the data. It's actually not real pictures, and it's wrapped around a presupposed ball. They don't take a picture of a ball from space, admittedly and provably. What it sounds like you're saying is at a certain point, like on the Google question that I see coming, that certain companies, when it goes so big and you can't have a single picture – have to go picture, 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 picture. So right. that's what a composite is. It doesn't mean that the earth is flat. And I once again <laughs> would like for an actual picture of the flat earth. Like what they're saying is, what the flat earth they're saying is, yeah. well, it's not a full picture of the round earth, is it? And then we go, no, that's not how they're trying to put it together. And we say, do you have a single picture of the flat earth and then all of a sudden well they won't let me here they won't let you go there all the secrets that for some reason it's a dome that we have no evidence of that we can't get to so i guess my only question would be mm. why is there no actual pictures of the flat earth why are you such a sophist okay if you don't have an answer no. just say i don't know that you can't is get outside of the earth it's stupid it's a stupid question we can't get outside of the earth so if we can if we can just compile things from uh, the ground, then there's no reason to have a satellite looking at it from down. There are color there's color correction, and there's overlays on the website that you can turn off. But there's no point in having a satellite if you're just taking all the data from the ground and just put it together. This one coming okay. in from. <laughs> Hates stairs says Taylor Amy. You look hungry. It's like I don't know. This uh, <laughs> I I don't understand that. Sponsored one. by right. Snickers. This one says Snickers. space audits with Alan says if in Einstein's field equations he uses variables that describe a completely empty universe with bent space time. You don't even know your own religion. 
It again, it doesn't matter. People don't know everything about gravity. Therefore, just, gravity doesn't exist. Strong That's, no, you literally said it's not gravity. You said it's you that's what you said. Anyway, uh yeah, like I said, it doesn't matter what the actual cause. Why does gravity exist? Why does it work? It only matters how it works and basically what direction it works in, which if you want to call it electrostatic, doesn't matter. It's all still moving in the same direction. So it doesn't need a dome. This one, oh, I also out. just want to, oh, I just want to point out, I want to appreciate once again, a negative take on religion. I want to keep on saying that word should be used negatively. And I am still waiting for an actual model to come to our side. It wouldn't it be nice if we could just come some sort of flat earth model. If we get it, you're scared of the creator, and I have a flat earth oh, model. It's my There wife. we go. The create. Oh, <laughs> you couldn't have said a Tim better Pryor word. That makes says, me happy as a flat plum. earthers talk about logic. What's more logical? That flat earthers are smarter than billions, or they watch some YouTube video and are just being duped? Jeremy, you got it. I mean, build a consensus. Yeah. Joshua yeah. Kelly says, Amy, actual science can be done without papers. Well, act, so science isn't a body of knowledge. It's a process, and the process would be doing a hypothesis, going out there in the field, collecting data, having results, and publishing that methodology so that other people can do it. Because that's the difference between all of the religious views, superstition, doesn't matter. If we were to restart the clock, all of this nonsense would go away. But if we were to delete every science textbook right now, each and every fact would be rediscovered. You got it. Andy. If you could do the science, sorry, if you could do the science, you could publish papers. Yeah, but it won't get actually peer-reviewed and published by mainstream academia if it doesn't walk the line. Everyone knows this, so you guys are just chanting. Nope, scientists disagree with each other all the time. They fight a lot. If you actually read any science, you'd know that. I read way more they than do, you ever have. They do, but only the, only the ones who push the narrative that they want to be pushed get published, though. Speaking. Except they they challenge each other's narratives, so you just oh. didn't you just didn't listen to what I said and just but not with repeated your accusation. Thing, no, no one questions like the Earth. You're not allowed to talk about whether or not the Earth is flat or whether or not the no. Earth is not moving. No, you're not. Everyone not in knows mainstream it, so. science. Come on, man. It's just so like weird the, that you guys have to lie so much. We can just move on. The audience can tell you guys are lying. We've got a lot of, of questions, so I'm going to move forward. Of... Tim Pryor says, well, to be fair, Amy, when flat earthers did do experiments, they proved rotation and curve. Thanks, Bob. Interesting gerontism. Notice how after that, all flat earthers stopped doing actual experiments. We not, literally do. That's not true. We, yeah, we do experiments all the time. All the time. And then just like Taylor did, he lied about what happened with that, too. It's just a bunch of lies. But so Jaron actually had to hold it up a little bit, but it showed that it was right in between the globe prediction and the flat prediction. It was actually closer to the flat prediction. But since it was like in the middle, uh, Jaron was like, interesting. So they chopped it up and lied. And yeah, we found 15 degree precession, which is the Sagnac effect. The person that discovered the Sagnac says the vortex in the ether, the gyro, the ringleader gyro is literally engineered and calibrated with the Sagnac effect. He took it to a different altitude at the same latitude and got over a degree in variance showing that it's not the earth spinning at the same latitude it's based on the vortex of the ether that changes at altitude so this is awkward but not only do i agree with the questioner's take but just like uh, the earlier question was bringing up einstein uh 
first of all, you could take your choice if you want to be on Team Einstein or Team Conspiracy Theory. But Einstein did not like quantum mechanics. He was one of the people who hated it the most. And what he did was test it and test it and test it and test it and test it. And begrudgingly, Einstein had to accept quantum mechanics because of the peer review process. That is how strong that it is. You're just reading. He, you don't even know why he didn't like quantum. It's because of spooky action at a distance and superposition isn't consistent with relativity. I read both of his letters where he talks about it. So we should. But he got over it because of you're science. Just pretending right? to know things that you don't know. He knows that it process. doesn't. It's contradictory to relativity because if they're superposition, then the bending and warping of space time would be in all kinds of different positions simultaneously. And that's one of the many problems. You don't know any of it. It also disputes the constant speed of light. We can just move on. This one coming in from. Want to remind you folks, if you've enjoyed this debate, if you're like, hey, I like this, this is fun, hit that share button. Right now, you can click share and share it into group threads or Facebook groups, Discord groups, Twitter threads, you name it. Even over a text message, you can send the link to a friend if you think they'd enjoy this type of debate as we are striving to provide a neutral platform to let the chips fall where they may, to let a thousand flowers bloom so that the cream will rise to the top for the best arguments. Delco says, my dad went as part of a private research group and even had their own transport. Please explain why he lied for years. I think they mean went to Antarctic, said no dodging, please. No one said that he lied. He had to get approved before his private group went. The point is that you can't privately and freely go wherever you want to go. You have to get approved by the government's that you are in the country of, it's just objective. It's weird. You guys got to spin it and lie about what we're actually saying. That's called being dishonest. Mm -hmm. But you can go. Question the answer says, I'd just like to second what down in the rabbit hole said. That is true. Delco strikes again, says, why do our industrial robots need to account for gravitational pull when using a very small and effector next to something with a few microns small. It doesn't count for gravity's pull. It accounts with an accelerometer of downward acceleration that we actually get precise measurements with interferometry. That's all that you're doing. You're not actually bending and warping space-time and everything's intrinsically electrostatic, which gives you an attractive force. And so again, you know, it's nothing more than downward acceleration using the accelerometers and you're begging the question, which has been debunked within your own paradigm for like the 20th time tonight. This one from Tim Pryor says, Flat Earthers did not come up with science. Nobody that actually does science agrees with them. They should not be allowed to even say the word science. You got it, Karen. You got it. You got the, you got the questions that are just, I think you're better a better diplomat than me. What did he say again? You're I not even it. allowed to use the word science because uh, Flat Earthers deny science. So they shouldn't even oh, use the word. Flat Earthers deny science. That's why we go out and actually do measurements and actually try to try to debunk Flat Earth. That's why we did that. You know, you guys think we all just came here just believing it. We tried to debunk it. We want, we're, I was fine living on a globe. We're all fine living on a globe until we, the problem is where we find out it's a lie. That's where the problem is. The problem is not with the globe itself. The problem is with the lying. I don't think you guys get that. <laughs> this one right? coming in from, you appreciate your question. As Nut 66 says, to wits it, if the earth were flat, there would be 108.47 miles per one degree of longitude at the equator. But we measure 69.17 miles per one degree. Why? 
Okay, you're talking about celestial navigation, looking at the stars, and then you get 69 miles per degree. So, so what you're talking about is uh, actually it's optical declination. They take the optical declination of the sky relative to the observer's angle and the position on the Earth, and they apply that optical declination to the to a presupposed convexity of terra firma itself. So pretty simple. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. The Sleeper 7 says, to team cartoon ball, you don't look at the ceiling to measure the floor. Cheers. Uh, so I assume that's a pause shot at the star spinning, and um, you can understand the shape of something you're on based on how things move around. You. So, yeah, I guess we can move on. So when you're on a basketball court and the ball, the players are throwing the ball around, that means that the court that you're standing on is round because there's a ball going around you. If they're doing something that's impossible to witness from a flat surface, then yeah. This one from Tim Pryor says, but the air is thinner at the top of Mount Everest. So no, it does not feel the empty space. You guys have yet to explain that. I think that was for Karen B. and Witsit. They said, but the air is thinner at the top of Mount Everest, so no, it does not feel the empty space. I think they mean fill. You guys have yet Mm -hmm. to explain that. Okay. What does that mean to explain that? So we have a pressure gradient. There's an electrical gradient on the earth. Most of the gas is constantly introduced at the surface. And so based on temperature, production, and introduction of gas at the surface and that electric gradient, which is 100 volts per meter, then we have a gradient in the earth. And that's antecedent to gas pressure as physical container. And that's what keeps the closed dynamic system intact, wherein which you can have the electric gradient. So that's all that there is to it. The fact that Mount, pressure, Mount uh, Everest has lower gas pressure is a non sequitur to my actual position or our actual position. The point is that the gas would violently fill the available space if it wasn't for the closed dynamic system, giving you the pressure with the gradient determined by the variance of factors that I listed. Tim Pryor. And I so just, there's a non-physical container saying, towards the ground. Interesting. In case it wow. was, gravity wow. is why that it gets thinner as we go up and the air gets lighter. Begging the question, fellas. Yeah, it would accumulate. You're, you're crushing. <laughs> it would accumulate at the top if there wasn't something pulling it down. This okay, from you guys don't listen, so we'll move on. Tim Pryor says, better question, if you guys do not believe in space, then why do you believe there has to be a container? Well, that's a good question, right? So so no telling. there's no telling exactly what's up there. Fluid-like medium, it seems like it could be super fluid and then a super solid, um, maybe even potentially semi-permeable. But what we're saying is for sure you definitely couldn't have any vacuum without uh, a container. Now, yeah, we don't believe in the vacuum because actually redshift, blue shift, all observations, cosmic microwave background, energy distribution relative to the center of the earth or the earth as the center all shows us that it seems to be a more dense medium, a more local medium, a much younger and much more local lights based on all the observations. So uh, if it's more dense and fluid like, then yeah, technically, you know, it could be a variance of things. It wouldn't necessarily be as big of a deal as the vacuum, but there would be something acting as physical containment uh, regardless. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Tim Pryor says, Better question, if you guys do not believe in space, then why do you believe there has to be a container? Yeah, same same answer. The necessary antecedent to gas pressure is physical containment. We would have to have something physically containing it uh, relative to whatever it is that's up above us, which is a variance of things. Even Edwin Hubble himself said it could be a much more dense medium if there's a misinterpretation of redshift. But, you know, Globers don't know these things. But, yeah, so it could be a lot of things. 
This one Even though there's wrong. no pressure pushing back at the top. Sir Corduroy says, Witsit uses real citations but warps them fantastically to fit his narrative. I doubt he's even read these understanding atmospheric pressure isn't hard. So, yeah, I've literally read all the things that I talk about. It's not about understanding it. I understand the globe very, very, very well, like typically better than most of the Globers. That's why I don't believe in it. And, you know, so just like falsely attributing like incompetence to the other side and chanting doesn't actually mean anything. So the truth is I do understand it. And, yeah, I'm just explaining gas pressure two different comments in a row. I just explained how relativity is just a, is a figment of your imagination attributing physical properties to conceptual abstractions, which is a reification fallacy that doesn't work within your own paradigm. So whatever, man. This one coming in from Crimson Air says, Globe side, can you explain the selenium selenium, a.k.a. impossible eclipse where the moon is enshadowed when the entire sun is still above the horizon? I don't know what that kind of eclipse is. So well, no. the cel- I got you. I'll explain it for the guy that sent it. It's called the Selenillion Eclipse. It's a lunar eclipse where the sun and the moon are both above the earth during the eclipse. So he's asking if the earth is blocking the sun and casting a shadow onto the moon, then how could we have the lunar eclipse if it's the earth's shadow if the sun and the moon are both above the earth during the eclipse? Don't know. I, don't, I never studied eclipses. And I do have a paper from space.com that's explaining uh, when we have a lunar eclipse, sun, earth, and moon are geometrically straight in line of space with the earth in the middle. So if the sun's above horizon, must be below horizon, completely out of sight. Uh, oh, it's go- oh, it's going towards their favorite word, atmospheric retraction. Okay, so there is an actual explanation. Which is that the sun looks like it's in the sky, but it's actually not there. And the sun and the moon are not where they look like they are. They're both just looking like they're in the sky when we see them. Wow. Yeah, you know, you affirm a refraction, so. Affirming the consequence. Affirming the consequence. This one coming in from Samir Farsain says, How come all people who toured the world on hot air balloons came back from the opposite side? How come none were gone forever if earth isn't a globe how circumnavigation east to west is literally very easy to do on a flat earth you just go around relative to north the idea you think that east to west circumnavigation is somehow impossible just shows you haven't actually even understood flat earth yet um which is why you're probably not a flat earth or north to south circumnavigation would be impossible on a flat earth the same way you go happened. around the block same way you go around the block you can that's go around the earth. straight line Neither is circumnavigation. That's the point of why it's round, is they went all the way around. He doesn't round. Yes. Tim Pryor strikes again, says, but yet millions of people have jobs depending on gravity's existence. Again, this is why I'm so skeptical. Again, so no, they don't have any jobs depending on gravity's existence other than downward acceleration being 9.8 meters per second squared, which is basically just the the weight distribution or density and buoyancy relationship of something being more dense in the air and going down. It's called accelerometers. 9.8 meters per second squared is the effect. It does not in any way prove that gravity is real, which is what claims to be the cause. No one's denying people's profession using the fact that things go down at a agreed upon average 
once again, it's a it's a drastic misunderstanding of the whole thing. You got it. Yeah, there's no science except all the technology that metaphorically makes the world go around. He said it again, but it just uses accelerometers, which is the effect. So all you're doing is baselessly chanting. It's called sophistry. This one coming in from Brandon Connell says, Flat Earthers, why does time dilation have to be taken into account for satellites if space time isn't real? Snake be, may be able to elaborate more. <laughs> no, he can't. Uh, yeah, so that is a way to prove that uh, the prediction that mass, uh, you know, affects time, space time. Okay. So you don't, you the don't fact know. That, you don't know. Uh, yeah. Can I help you? Can I help you? Since uh, it was I would like you. Well, you said I could answer, but uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, the don't prediction know. is that space time that space time is affected by mass. So the That's more you remove it, it from the mass the more you can, the more you have to correct for uh, time dilation. That's not what because it is. Because satellites are further from the mass. That's not what it is, though. Yes, so, it is. No, actually. <laughs> it's based on the convention of the speed, speed of light. And so since the speed of light is actually just presupposed to be constant in the same one way as two way, because we don't have two way, there's never, I mean, a one way speed has never been measured. So we just have a two-way using a mirror. So Einstein wrote in his paper, well, we're just going to assume that it's the same both ways. So they use this convention for the relaying of transmissions of different data from the satellites. And then assuming the speed of light, they actually account for the time differential of the clock because you can never prove that the two-way speed is accurate because you can never move one clock to a, from one position to another without it not being synchronized. So that's what it actually is talking about. It's not just you vaguely saying the words mass and space-time. Right, the light moves differently process. based on what mass it's closer to. No, no, it's about action. It's about I think motion. You can just drop that from the equation. It's about motion, and it and it'll make sense. It's about motion and speed of light because when something's in motion, it supposedly time dilates and widens, and therefore slows down based on motion. So I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. We can move on. That's also <laughs> part of it. This one coming the whole in part of it from David. Ben Scombe, Ben Cosme. So this question for James, is the beef with Professor Dave real or is he making it up as an excuse to not debate Witsit without a biased moderator because he only wants to debate Witsit on a biased platform? I have no idea what's going on with Professor Dave. I, I, don't, I haven't heard him saying anything about modern day debate or me. I don't remember us ever having a, pla uh, a conflict. So I don't think I've even heard from him email-wise for like a year as I've reached out to see if you wanted to come on. So I, I don't know what's going on there. This one from Samir says, Witsit said, quote, planets orbiting. Then says, does he believe they're also flat? Or is Earth the only oddball? Planets can't be flat. Even I hmm. can see them spin. Oh, my gosh. So when I was talking about planets orbiting, I was talking about the idea that the Earth is a ball, the model that is believed you know, so whenever they try to claim that Earth's a ball going around the sun along with other planets orbiting, they have to claim something stronger than electrostatics because electrostatics wouldn't work. So that's where you have to get the need for coming up with gravity. I mean, yeah, dude, I don't claim planets are flat. They're not terra firma. They're not solid. So solar luminescence would give you the the literal optical illusion of an orb, like as in a, as a, a spherical orb of light. There's all kinds of things that it could be. I don't make claims that i don't know i can only speculate and the fluctuation and the non-static nature of them the dynamic nature of them seems to be consistent with sun luminescence 
This one coming in from Kyle says, How was it possible for astronauts to go through the Van Allen radiation belt when they claim today they haven't discovered the technology to do so? Is that for us? I think so. That sounds like a conspiracy, so I'm going to need some evidence. Taylor, you know what it's talking about. Come on, man. I'm not an Australian program. I'm not an astronomer. So you know what it's know talking why about. They could go to the moon. Uh, is, is this about? Oh yeah, that we don't currently have technology because no, we didn't make you... it and any more of it, and the one that we did make is old. And you can't replicate it. They said they, it's hard. It's a difficult process to but, recreate the technology. Oh yeah, I'm sure them. it is. But they already did it. What's the point of spending money to do it again? They said they've been trying to do it the whole time. They literally claim they're trying to go with the Artemis program right now. What are you even what talking about? What about Mars? Notice the theme here. Dude. It's that they're lying to you. They're holding something back. They, 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 they. No, they. we're telling you what they said, Amy. You only have talking points of sophistry. This is us it. quoting NASA. Or Don you're Pettit. misrepresenting it to make it sound as ridiculous as possible. We're quoting it verbatim. No, they say what they say is ridiculous enough. We don't actually have to change and anything NASA says because it's ridiculous. You also they use say it. the word Sorry. sophist a lot. I would you're like sophist. to know, are you just a rhetoricist? Do you have any empirical evidence or is it just your opinion that it's flat earth, which is what I've heard today? This one um, be say, oh, that you're a sophist? Wait, go, go ahead. Joshua Kelly says you have to literally lie to yourself to claim that all quote-unquote impossible observations are the cause of refraction. The globe is dead. I have to lie to myself because I know refraction exists and can explain it? I'll read it again. You You literally have to lie to yourself to claim that all quote impossible observations are the cause of refraction. Well, if it's something that can be caused by refraction, why wouldn't I think it was refraction when it looks like it's refraction? You got it. This one coming in from David Ben Cosme says, James, thanks regarding Professor Dave. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I've never heard from him or not never heard. I haven't heard from him in a long time. I'm open. The door's open if he wanted to debate Witsit on Modern Day Debate. I know that was something that some people were talking about. But no, I, I hadn't even reached out to him. I don't know what's going on if he said anything about Modern Day Debate. Has he? Uh, like, I'm curious if he did say anything about Modern Day Debate or me. Kango44 says, Witsit holding the most dishonest position ever. Take a weekend off and measure a shadow in three locations at the same time of day, just like it was done <laughs> 2,000 years ago. Sticks done. and shadows with it. Don't you get it? Yeah. We just explained. <laughs> we explained. You can literally show you can do it with all kinds of different locations on a flat surface, and I can map it out and tell you how the ta- the flat table is a sphere. If you have a closer light sur- uh, source, explains it. Not to mention taking azimuth, uh, distance measurements from the same longitude for an entire year show that the, the sun actually has a magnetic holography effect as if a toroid breathing in and out in a sort of way. It's an optical illusion in a way relative to your position. That's what the data shows. So, uh, yeah, there's tons of different ways to explain it, and it doesn't in any way work unless you assume a distant sun, an infinitely distant sun with parallel rays, and you assume the surface of a, of a globe, and you should know this by now if you've been looking into it. That's really, really kind of sad. Find that small local sun and I'll convert. Good one. 
This one from Kango44 says, Widget holding... We got that one. Sir Corduroy says, ironically, Widget just demonstrated that he doesn't understand refraction. I don't know. They don't say what they're referring to. Weird World says, been a flat earther for three years now, and I've never been more sure the earth is flat than after hearing these two cartoon-loving globers debate Austin and Karen. Stop worshiping these cartoons and can i just say i like those words because once again it's a form of projection we only have video and photos and they only have cartoons there is no such thing as a, a photo literally of don't the have flat any Earth. photos they admit there's That's no real just photos said, literally, literally, don't literally have any no photos. real photos no they you they said say- that you had photos i'm you don't Okay, but that's not true. You could say that. No, it is true. Do you want me to go get a live via? They don't have photos. Okay, so there you go. But see, notice. NASA says so. Okay, can I ask, is there a journal that you would accept? Like if I were to go to nature, if I were to go to specific physics journals that said the earth is round and I could show you different people, would you actually, is there any actual source you would accept? I verifiable would accept evidence. it if it was, yeah, there you go. Verifiable, repeatable evidence. Yes. Simple. Okay. I mean, that is what all of the empirical evidence, that's why the physicist, this is why it's taught in, you know, middle and high school. I don't know. No. Oh, continue. Yes. No, that's You're not just why it's taught. It's not taught? No. no. Why is it taught there in middle and high school? Is it they? Because they, they want to blindly believe it. It was proposed about 500 years ago by Jesuits who then proposed that there was a Big Bang Theory and a pre-existing sure. energy, which was Jesuits. And then they admittedly Einstein, Edwin Hubble, and uh, Stephen Hawking will all tell you that we choose to believe that the Earth is a ball that spins around the sun. Although it can never be proven according to relativity, the Cartesian coordinate systems are the same. We believe it because of the Copernican principle, which is the idea that the Earth cannot occupy a special or unique position in the universe. And so based on philosophical grounds of quote-unquote modesty, we must ignore the intolerable position that the Earth is special at all costs and avoid that horrific location or idea so it's philosophy and that's your answer it's not science it's philosophy without actual empirical evidence also known as a religion so amy ironically you are in one of the world's biggest religions sure that doesn't make sense but i just want to point out that the -uh. round earth doesn't come from jesuits preets that's kind of cray cray it has been around for thousands of years it survived for thousands of years some of the medieval christian uh Uh, natural philosophers actually kept it while the peasants were thinking that it was a flat earth. Nonetheless, it is not a religion, but I want to keep on saying, well, uh, the four debaters on here, we can all agree religion is bad, ladies and gentlemen. It's just great to- You're in a religion, uh, though. I'm not. But I'm glad you're using it negatively. Heliocentric religion. Just keep on using religion bad, please. We're not. NASA just pays too much. James trying to talk. King of 44 says, Witsit, do T-jump radar experiment measuring the moon would take you a weekend done. If you were actually a truther, you would just do it. That's hilarious, actually, because when you presuppose that you send the radio waves to the uh, moon, how do you differentiate between the spectrum that you already receive when it comes to the background radiation from the sky? Oh, you don't know the answer. Secondly, NASA actually says that it takes like many, 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 many chances and even 10 years to hit the one that supposedly goes around it. In addition, they claim they did it before they had the reflector. In addition, then actually by the time that the signal got back, the Earth would have moved so far away from it, you'd have to be significantly far away from where you originally sit it. And in addition, we've actually taken that same spectrum that allegedly goes through the ionosphere, then sent it 
over across the earth and it goes hundreds and hundreds of miles too far when it should be allegedly reflecting back down also debunking it with horizontal horizontal propagation so there's no way to actually distinguish that there's not just cosmic rays it's just a baseless reification and begging the question fallacy per usual this one from technics one says is this a debate about flat earth or about distrust in the globe is there cgi of flat earth two or only of the globe thanks for the great show if the earth isn't physically curving anywhere then what is it david ben cosme says james <laughs> i thought you guys got along too that's why i think i don't know what's going on with professor dave seriously this one flat earth <laughs> abby lara b says modern day debate question for taylor calling you out taylor can you name one experiment that replicates water sticking to the exterior of a shape I know it's not going to answer what you want, but you can just put water on shapes and it'll stick to the exterior. It's not because of gravity, but uh, since you worded your question so poorly, that's what you get. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Sakes says, thanks for hosting, James. Keep it up. All credit to the speakers. For real, folks, they're linked in the description. Appreciate your support, Sake, And our guests are linked even in the description box of the podcast, which is growing fast, you guys. It's ad-free. So if you don't like ads on YouTube or maybe you're like, hey, you know, I like listening to debates, but I don't want to have to rely on my data because if I'm driving through a part of town that, you know, doesn't have a connection, which I often experience, it's nice you have the podcast and you can find our guests linked there in the description box too. Brandon Connell says, I've personally been on top of the Lake 3 building. Uh, Let me say that again. I've personally been on top of the Lakeway 3 building. You can physically see the North Shore, but you can't go on the ground, no matter what. Explain. Who's that for? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me that wasn't sure. This one coming from, <laughs> if, anybody, if any of you know, let me know. I think it's the Antarctic they're referring to, if I had to guess. I don't know for sure. It said, I've personally been on top of the Lake Way 3 building. You can't physically see the North Shore, but you can't on the ground, no matter what. The North Shore of what? I'm not sure. I'll keep an eye on the chat in case they update me. Kango44 in the meantime says, question for the Flat Earth people. So, the sun does not change in angular size as it sets. I can watch the sun set twice from a higher vantage point. Please explain this on a flat earth perspective, a flat earth perspective, please. Please don't say perspective. Angular resolution. If you go higher then you're widening the angular angle of resolution, skies on a different plane, it's on a higher um, plane. Yeah. They're asking that we, while we can see further when we go up. Yeah. 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 When you go, when you go higher above a flat surface, you can also see further. And the angular size change of the of the sun, actually, uh, you can look at stellarium, and it'll tell you that there's a time of the day where the sun changes angular size and actually gets smaller than bigger than smaller than bigger. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, it seems to be similar to a focal point where it's in a certain uh, part of the atmosphere that it doesn't change. And you go higher above a flat surface, you can see further as well. Just like Karen B said, it's it's like elementary. This one, dear Watson. Kangle. Sorry, King of. I was just saying, dear Watson. Sorry, God. Brandon. <laughs> This one coming in from Sir Corduroy. Kango44 says, The fact we are real-time video streaming this debate is proof that Witsit is very, very wrong. (laughs) Wow, Earth must be a ball, bro. That that was crazy, crazy good comment. Astronaut66 says, Witsit, if the Earth were flat 
there would be we already got that one question the answer says Ian Taylor your crusade against truth is fruitless in all caps funny enough we are skeptics that we don't we want to believe as many true things and as few false things as possible and so we are always open-minded. I think there is a good Richard Dawkins quote that says, open-minded, just not so open-minded that your brains fall out. But Taylor? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I think it's a simple thing. Uh, just show me the, the small local sun and I'll convert instantly. I think it would be cool to have my mind changed. I do it all the time. Like uh, my mistrust of the government, for example. We see it every day, buddy. Show, show me the long distance ball of gas in a vacuum. Like go yeah. above it. Or, or you can't throw go above it. It's too it. high up. You can't go that high up. What are you talking oh. about? You're asking Why to go not? above the sun. But it's you... in the atmosphere. So so we don't actually know where it's at. We don't know if it's in the container, outside the container. You can see the it. Levels we of don't the even container. assume that the sun is actually a physical object that you can go physically touch. Exactly. Could be magnetic. You can see it. Just look at it and go toward it. We just told you that it could be there magnetic. There are flying machines. Humans invented flying machines. You'll get there Any one day. Any jet pilot will tell you that you can't you can't chase the sun though like that. Do you mean so like you can't touch the faster. sun because you'll burn? Like is that what you're telling it's us? It's, or it's like very you're it's always moving? You guys have yeah, nothing but straw man fallacies, which means you're probably wrong if all you can ever do is lie about the for other side. It was a stupid question because it's a straw man. Okay. Well, one. that just sound. Never mind. Continue. Love out there. He's only got a couple responses. Yeah. So. You just straw manned us and said we could go above the sun if the earth was flat. You don't understand anything that's actually being stated. That's called a straw if man. It was lo if it was local. You can't go high. If it's low, what if it's 30 miles? Is that still considered local? What if, what if it's 100 miles up? Is that still considered local? Why don't you go try and find it? You can't I go higher know. than that. You can't go. You can't go that high. Thanks for playing. Also, Taylor, there's a reason that they don't because they're the, like forward. one of the recent flat earthers built a rocket and it exploded. So when they try, that dude admittedly wasn't crashed. an actual flat earther. David Ben Cosme says for for Taylor, that. best flat proof. James put up this video, which shows refraction films feet to prove she's not elevated. I can't post the link in the super chat, but I'll post in the chat underneath this. I, like, I'm sorry. I, I don't think that there's links. Like it's, I don't think YouTube allows you to post links in the chat unless you're like a moderator. So if you're, if you want to come on for a debate or something that works, but it's hard for me to like put up a video that one of the speakers isn't asking to be pulled up. So David Ben Cosme, uh, email me at moderndatabate at gmail.com. If you're interested though, Samir, thanks for your question. Says we should start a petition for Elon Musk to take the leader of flat earthers on the next space flight if he promises to tell his friends what he saw. Maybe. David Ben Cosme again says Taylor and Amy, Google Earth turns into CGI once you zoom out past airplane altitude, proving no satellites in space. When I started Googling some of the stuff that he was doing, it is all flat earth sources, which means this is their narrative shtick. If you feel that you have uncovered something, once again, publish a paper. This one from King044 says, hang on, all the stars are less than three miles away then? Because that's as far as I can see when looking over the ocean. And according to Witsit, that's because light does not go forever? Very ignorant. Yeah, it's called the attenuation of light, which is relative to the medium density. And over the water is a much more dense medium than directly above you. 
and we don't claim to know the medium differentiation or composition composition of what's above us and we also don't know what's up there again it could be sonoluminescence so just a ignorant basic misunderstanding of attenuation of light also light does not go on forever look at the inverse square law of light this one from oh, yeah. the wicker man <laughs> says amy and taylor drop the mic boom got fans out there as well tim Pryor says you're lying again and call in college i went to antarctica i myself witnessed the 24-hour sun you did not see the actual sun in the sky for 24 straight hours if you did prove it you're the first one ever to have the actual evidence just because you're saying it on the internet we're not going to blindly believe you because we happen to know that it's just 24-hour sunlight it isn't actually 24-hour sun and so that's just a cool story by the way when you went to antarctica you were on an approved guided tour guaranteed you can't go without getting approval this one coming in from, do appreciate your question as well. Brady D says, Taylor, is the moon in Earth's atmosphere? Depends on where you cut it off. It's not really. There's some air. There's a little, some air particles up there. But uh, no, you could fit all the planets between the Earth and the moon. Yeah, I would say it's the nitrogen, oxygen, and other gases that are on our uh, on the planet, it's that the moon is just uh, tidally locked with us. It is uh, going around us as we go around the sun. This yeah, since in the it, atmosphere, you guys. Since it's there. a since it's a gradient, there's no like hard cutoff point. So, so the atmosphere actually goes all the way to infinity. Got it. Great story. Let's move on. That's, that's not really <laughs> strong man. Strong man. Yeah, that is what you just that. said. You said there's no cutoff. So if there's no cutoff, then where does it end? It's not what I said. Then where a, does it end? Yes, you did. In atmosphere, <laughs> it's a gradient. You can get to zero in a gradient, but there's no hard boundary anywhere in the gradient. Where do you get the atmosphere? Zero? Is just the gases mm-hmm. surrounding a planet. Mars is half of our size, and thus it has a much smaller atmosphere because it has a smaller gravitational pull. Oh, the moon really? doesn't it have an atmosphere. atmosphere? Yes, really? <laughs> yes, it, it does it? have a little atmosphere. No, no, it doesn't. You <laughs> there don't you even go. know what you're talking about. The two PhD scientists, Good. you have it. This one from You'll Tim Pryor says, your phone does Photoshop pictures. Why do you guys think, uh, keep thinking Photoshop means fake? Uh, you can Photoshop all kinds of stuff. Like Photoshop was first done in like the early 1800s. So Photoshop's been a thing for a long time. But you can take real pictures of something and Photoshop it. So no one's claiming that just because someone does a composite, that means it's fake. But the fact like I can take a composite of my car down the road. But the point is that there's no actual real picture and they take composite over cartography planes, right? Which just gets flat map projection and wraps around a presupposed ball. And dude, it's pretty simple, man. Just like Karen B said, we would believe in the ball if it was legit. We don't have like some independent motivation to believe that there's this giant conspiracy that the earth is flat. There's no actual evidence for it. The government always lies. We've caught NASA lying tons. And just seeing cartoons, admitted CGI composites are not satisfactory to us. We need verifiable evidence. We can't trust the government, man. This one. It's almost like it's almost like navigation only works when the composite is curved. Hmm. This one's good wrong. one. Huh? He doesn't know what he's talking about. How's the great circle world? Yes. The, the, the MORE satellite is also used for navigation. 
which presupposes the, the earth being a ball. <laughs> so that's the more used for navigation. Dude, it's insane, dude. How, how do you explain the meridian yeah. great circle route on the earth if there would be over 3,000 mile differentiation between your five hour trip down south with 500 kilometers an hour? How do you explain that there's 3,000 kilometers difference that you don't have to account for on the meridian longitudinal great circle route? Since you're talking about now, there's no there's no problem accounting for distances on any globe models. That problem occurs when you try and put the Earth onto flat maps. Okay, you don't understand the question. All the Earth would spin underneath the plane three thousand kilometers, going north to south on the the longitudinal uh, meridian Great Circle route. Well, I, I didn't hear because you kind of talked over each other for a second. The Great Circle route on the globe Earth on the longitudinal routes of the meridian would have drastic differentiation because the earth would spin underneath it. So you'd have 3000 kilometers in a five hour trip. Yeah. We don't see that. And there's no correction accounting for that. And, and flatter a globe. There's other talk about the great circle route east to west as if it proves that the earth's a ball when you can have circles on a plane, but no globe earther can ever give any adequate explanation for how you have a great circle on the meridian on the longitudinal without having to account for uh, the spin of the earth at all. and never have an answer. This one Almost like engineers account for that. They don't. This one from David Ben Cosme says, since Professor Dave doesn't want to debate Witsit on modern day debate, get fight the flat earth instead. Eh, maybe. I mean, they've debated a lot, but let me see who else I can get. I think I can get some, some big timers for Witsit in addition, because just like I said, there's just been a lot of debates between fight the flat earth and Witsit. I think if I remember right, you guys have. I'm not, told, I'm not debating him out of principle ever. Samir Farsane says, are 2 billion Chinese people lying when they say it's 12 a.m. there when it's noon here and vice versa? Otherwise, how would you explain it with flat Earth? That would be explained with a small local sun, a small local light moving over a large plane of the Earth. That's how. Where the light stops short in one direction and goes much longer in the other. No, I think we're going to stick with what Karen B. said. Thanks, though. This one from... Dave Hinkle says, can Amy please invite her favorite scientist for the next debate? I mean, sure. I, I invite my favorite sci. I would prefer any. Well, first of all, I have in love my debate partner, Taylor. He'd be amazing. Um, but I will, I mean, any physicist and with uh, James approval, I mean, I will do any debate, bring it on. Um, but I mean, if Sean Carroll wants to join, I mean, if we're just going out there to be in Sean Carroll, baby. So we'll bring it on, I guess. Juicy. And John Locke says, why do flat earthers go out and do all the research and globies just sit behind the computer spouting mainstream indoctrination? Is it impossible for globies to think logically for themselves and prove anything empirically for themselves? Well, they won't go to the small local sun. They won't go to Antarctica, even though you can. <laughs> you might you might have to fill out some paperwork uh, or, you know, spend some money or become an explorer. Oh, uh, who can figure out how someone does that? This one from Tim Pryor says, It takes Pixar 30 minutes to render one CGI frame. And do you actually believe Himawari could do it every 10 minutes, Austin? Oh, well, I know that it just takes, uh, there's already, there's a huge database of all the weather already. And yeah, you could easily just con- like add it together in a composition laid over the blue marble that's already there. So yeah, you could absolutely do it with all the, 
the data already accessible. That's correct. And you're also not comparing to uh, the same quality image. They're not equal. When you're talking about a Pixar, you're talking about a much higher quality image than what they tell you the Himawari 8 is. So yes, you actually could render the quality of the Himawari quite quickly, less, much less than 10 minutes as compared Boom. to rendering a full, um, a full high resolution movie. I'm talking about yeah. a movie. And He's I would like to see a flat eight actually do that and not just make that claim because it takes a lot of time and energy to render things. Not in that low of depends quality. What it did is. you not hear? It depends her. the quality. <laughs> like and I said, if you, stretch- you can replicate it as a flat earth. Try and actually do that. You're uh, saying it's so easy. Oh, they can just do it. They just, can just throw up an algorithm. Let's just move on. And if you stretched it. an image to fit a, a shape that it doesn't actually map onto, then you're going to have differences in quality, image quality, and it's not going to fit, and it's not going to resemble reality, and you're not going to be able to navigate based on it. Okay, you don't navigate based on Himawari pictures, buddy, so we can move on. They do. You don't know what you're talking about. Literally, no, they don't. They Nobody do. does You that. don't know what you're talking about. David okay, cite one person in the chat. I'll go. give you money. we got to move forward. David Cosby says, Amy and Taylor, there are treatments for cancer that perform better than chemo and radiation. These treatments are not peer-reviewed, though. So How am I supposed to know a that? name for alternative medicine that works. It's called medicine. And so if they would like to get those type of cures, which may actually be out there. There are things that we don't know and are learning in medicine all the time. And I don't mean to be a record keeper, a record, a uh, a broken record, but you need to peer review. This one coming in from, we appreciate it. Simon, the science guy says, are meteorites breaking through the glass dome, Austin? No, that's a ridiculous question. But ironically, all meteors came from the same six radiant sources for all recorded history. And so that actually debunks the heliocentric model on its face because it would come from different parts of the sky. But they're predictable, reoccurring cycles. They're cyclical. And all meteor showers come from the same six radiant sources. So debunked and heliocentric. And it looks like they're actually uh, just electrical discharges. So there's the answer. This one from Josh. So Amy and Taylor are the essence of cognitive dissonance says amy if you actually want to become a comedian must you must watch jim brewer's somebody gotta say it sure well first of all jim brewer is a fantastic comedian i love his stuff um but there's only one bar to being a comedian and that is going up on stage because you could be a bad comedian a good comedian That's really up to the audience. But if you want to call yourself a comedian, all you need to go is go up on stage and put a microphone in front of your face. Tim Pryor standard. Bob did that experiment or Bob did that experiment three times, even closed the gyro, still picked up a 15 degree per hour drift. Stop lying, Austin. Okay, so watch, I'm going to say it again, but this is what this is the problem, James, right? Like they don't want to know the truth. They'll say the same thing tomorrow. Like I didn't say all this. Okay, but Einstein himself will tell you that if the earth is stationary and the sky was moving around it, you would get a translation of motion to the interior of the system and you would get centrifugal and Coriolis effects. The only difference is that it would actually be actual effects and as opposed to fictitious with the earth moving. In addition, we know it's from the Sagnac effect. That's how the ring laser gyro is calibrated, which he said it was the vortex in the ether. It's also proven with Mickelson-Gell-Pearson. Combined with Mickelson, 
Michelson Morley debunks that the earth is moving. And so we get the 15 degrees per hour, but it's not because the earth is moving. And then Bob took it to a different altitude at the same latitude and got over a degree difference, which debunks that it's the axial rotation that has to stay the same when at the same latitude. Okay. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. John Rapp says, how does one get gobbledygooked gobbledygook out of a beard? My beard? Tim Pryor says, so basically you agree with gravity, but just don't like the name and come up with a different word for it, Austin. Gravity? Oh, it's not that I'm in cognis. It's that all the empirical evidence ever literally shows that relativity is wrong. Even if I presuppose the earth was a ball, all the evidence shows that it's wrong. Relativity says you can't prove that the earth is moving, so I can give it that. At least it's it's honest in that sense because it says all evidence shows the earth is not moving. I don't have to give it a different name. I'm talking about what we can actually replicate and demonstrate to demonstrably be true, which is that everything that has matter is electrostatic, and that's an attractive force, and we have an electric gradient on the Earth. Everything else claimed about relativity is literally not proven, and quantum mechanics debunked all those claims. This one from Tim Pryor says, but the ceiling's normally the exact same shape as room, which means the floor. What? If I see a light bulb, I don't think it makes the ground a light bulb. I think that's for us. Maybe so, yeah. (laughs) If if the ceiling was spinning around and we saw it spinning in one direction that way, one direction that way, but we look at the ceiling and no part of the ceiling is actually getting further away from each other, then we're the one moving and we're on – Anything but flat, basically. It could, it could be a cube. This one can't be flat. flat. I've got to say, folks, just because we want to try it, we're going on. It's getting close to three hours. It's been like two hours and 55. So I do want to say, please, we probably can't take any more new questions at this point. Please, we, we want to get our speakers out by a decent time so they can get to sleep. So I want to say thanks for your questions, but we probably can't take any more as of this announcement. Technics one says, so no container now, just electrostatic? That's just another straw man fallacy. No one said that. There has to be physical containment. It's the necessary antecedent to gas pressure. We don't have to make claims as to exactly what it is. It could be all kinds of things. We don't make claims about the medium. I just said that it could be a fluid-like medium and so on, luminescence above it. This one from... said all matter was affected. Flat Earth Gemini says, Taylor first said all scientists are in agreement, then later stated scientists fight all the time. Yeah, um, that's saying that you can bring up something that they disagree with and fight about it. They're all in agreement on this particular subject. You could bring it up. You could fight with them about it. Um, There are subjects that they do fight about that they don't all agree with. This subject, they do. But the point is, is that they're not against you disagreeing or breaking the paradigm on principle, which is the conspiracy theory that these guys have. This one coming in from. Well, can I just add on re- really quickly? No, just, sophistry, uh, Amy. You got to do better than that. Well, no. When we come up, when so- we come up with a new concept, scientists fight over it, and then eventually it's whittled down to there is a scientific consensus. And that's not relativity. Gotcha. It this is one coming in from. No. Do appreciate it. Tim Pryor says instead of all the mind words, you could have just said, "I don't know about the dome." Uh, I already said I don't know exactly what it is that is containing. I just know that it's there. 
for like the 400th time. There just has to be something <laughs> physically containing it. Tim Pryor says, I like how it's all could be, maybe, possibly be, but no evidence. Literally, we have all the same evidence as you, which is naturally occurring observable phenomenon, observations. You guys make up fairy tales that maybe Polaris could be 400 light years away. Then you guys just changed your mind, said never mind, it's 323 light years away just a few years ago. So your little model that you think is so perfect literally isn't perfect. They're guessing as well, ironically. The only difference is you're making claims that are can be debunked within your own model, like dark matter and dark energy and the quantum scale. Someone's trying to say that that doesn't matter. It does matter. There's still mass on the quantum scale, which means it has to be in one space time so ironically when we speculate that's what you're doing only we're honest enough enough or enough to know that we're speculating and we don't pretend it's scientifically proven it just gets changed every day this one from tim Pryor says virgin galactic is now selling tickets to go to space are you going to say everybody that has money to go there is also going to be in on the conspiracy Going a few miles up in the air doesn't prove that the Earth is a ball. They don't even claim to go up above or outside of the low Earth orbit. They literally don't even claim to go to space. So It's a parabolic flight. You're Yikes. going on a big parabolic flight. Frequent. Admittedly. Go ahead. So I was saying admittedly you only float for a few minutes just like a parabolic flight. You go up and you come back down. And then people just say stuff like that. It's just, it's just kind of sad. Frequency says Project Paperclip, anyone? I don't know what that means. 1945, the U.S. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, which is like an an encyclopedia over here. He's got all the answers. (laughs) But it Project Paperclip is when basically at the end of the World War II, all the Nazi scientists were exported out of Germany and over here to America, and they started NASA. Boom. You got it. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. Tim Pryor says, find me a part for a 1939 Model T since nobody makes those parts anymore, does that mean that car did not exist? Same way with the technology back then with NASA. I think they're saying with regards to NASA not being able to do things that they were able to do. Not doing CGI. It's they really they, not the same thing because we've got bigger and better cars that go faster and travel more efficiently than the old cars. So we made improvements in that technology. It didn't just disappear. So not the same. This mm. one coming in from Tim Pryor again says... I'm assuming when you say Globers, you mean everybody that has not watched YouTube videos and believes it. Am I right? And then says, same way around the block? So I'll do the same argument. Why aren't planes constantly going left or right if they're just going in a circle? They use a compass. They're a clown. They use a compass up they just relative to normal. go from point A to point B. They don't have to go left or right. This one doing on a flat earth. Tim Pryor says the formula of buoyancy literally relies on gravity. Everything you're saying agrees with gravity. You just don't want to say the word. Actually, the principle predates the formula that put the little G in there. And it hijacked Coulomb's law effectively, meaning that there's an electrostatic attraction. If you look at it, they're very similar. Then people say, oh, it came after, didn't hijack it, meaning it hijacked the phenomena, which is electrostatic. I don't care to say the word. Gravity is actually nothing more than incoherent dielectric acceleration or incoherent magnetism. And that's all that it is. That's all that is provable. The problem is that there isn't something called the theory of relativity making gigantic balls and vacuums fly around each other that's all made up nonsense and it's not even logically viable on its face this one coming in from tim Pryor says in my spare time i'm an amateur astronomer i've seen jupiter's moons catching shadows on it and have calculated jupiter's rotation 
Please explain. Never mind you guys like using cameras to look at planets. Then continues, like an EMP pulse can fry computers, which means newer cars would be inoperable. But older cars were not. I think that maybe they meant for that to be two separate uh, super chats. This is tough. I can't tell where one starts and the other ends. They said, we'll give you the f first one. They said, in my spare time, I'm an amateur astronomer. I've seen Jupiter's moons catching shadows on it and have calculated Jupiter's rotation. Please explain. Yeah, so uh, it's it's long time been known that they tried to claim that proved that the Earth is heliocentric, but actually no, it works in a neo-tychonic system. So that doesn't mean anything. The fact that there seemingly is something relatively moving in the sky to one another and then moving around the Earth. I don't really see how that somehow proves that the Earth is a ball that spins in a vacuum. It's very ignorant. With regards to the idea of whether or not NASA had technology that they cannot replicate today and that they could not move beyond or improve on they say tim Pryor says like an emp pulse can fry computers which means newer cars would be inoperable but older cars were not we have new technology the radiation belt will mess up that technology the same way i thought you guys did research we understand the story we understand what you're saying. It's just a very convenient story that you can't actually recreate the technology to go back to the moon. Now they're claiming that they're going to, but they seemingly can't get off the freaking ground. I don't care if you want to believe their fairy tales. <laughs> We're pointing out that it's stupid. Brandon Connell says Lake Way 3 is the big building next to the causeway in New Orleans. Let me go back to their original oh, question. Okay. So their original question was, I personally been on top of Lake Way 3 building in New Orleans, you can physically see the North Shore, but you can't on the ground, no matter what. Please explain. Uh, sorry, I was totally zoned out. What? No I don't, I don't, I mean, I would have to see a picture to know exactly what he's talking about. He's saying that you stand on a building, you can see the North Shore, but you can't see the ground. So what is he saying? You can't see the ground because of curvature? That well, would mean that there's no you curvature. You can physically see the North Shore, which I... Uh, I don't understand. I still don't understand. I, like, Brandon, is the Lake 3 building, is that, like, out uh, just a bit offshore? When you say you can see the physical shore or the North Shore? They said you can physically see the North Shore, but you can't while you're on the ground, no matter what. Oh, oh okay. okay. So, yeah, yeah, but again, so you can see further when you lift up. When you go higher, but hey, ask him if you sit there on the ground and you tape a time lapse all day, every day, will it change? The answer is yes. There will be certain days that you can mm. see further and the, the alleged obstruction constantly moves up and down because it's not physical. It's pretty simple. Tim Pryor says, I want to set up a debate with Witsit. Give me the details of how and when. That sounds like a good alternative. Like I said, Fight the Flat Earth has debated. Austin and Fight the Flat Earth have clashed a lot. This may be a good one. Tim Pryor seems like he's very well-read and experienced. So, Tim Pryor, if you email me at moderndaydebate at gmail.com, we'll see if we can make that work. And that's moderndaydebate, no spaces, no hyphens, at gmail.com. And let me know, and we'll see what we can make happen. Triumph the Insult Dog says, went on international flight weeks ago, saw a curve. Well, you disagree with the world's most famous physicist. <laughs> the geometry says that you actually can't see the curvature from a flight. That you can't even see it from 60 miles up. So this is awkward. Your model says that you wouldn't see it. 
So something's going on. Also, Black actually, we're flat surface. Flying 80,000 feet up in the air say they don't see curvature. So I don't know. But this guy on YouTube said so in a super right. chat because he's triggered that we're dominating the Globers. But the, the truth is that <laughs> if you were over a flat surface and then there was a local light source, you'd have something called a circumference of light. And that would actually give you the illusion of some type of convexity, uh, which is pretty ironic. And of course, your eyes see in a circle, but obviously the earth is not flat. And like she said, you can talk to pilots all day. They'll tell you that you, they don't see a curvature. You guys just say it. And if you say it boldly enough with an ad hum about how we're stupid, the earth becomes a ball magically. Mm. This one coming in from do appreciate your question. Samir Farsane says, what's at the edges of the flat earth or gradient too? Well, nobody said there was an edge. All we can go to is um, furthest we can get to is Antarctica. And we don't even know that Antarctica goes all the way around the earth. So there is no edge. It's just a shoreline like a lake. What's beyond the shoreline? I don't know. Tim Pryor says, Austin really needs to learn the definition of religion. Flat Earth is the epitome of the definition of religion. Well, no, actually, it's not. Not really. That could be a juicy debate, in particular, flat versus globe. Chris G says, as you approach a mountain while at sea level, would you see the top of the mountain first or not? And why? Hi, James. Hi, Chris. Good to see you. What was the, the question was for us? What was the question? Yep, they said, as you approach a mountain while at sea level, would you see the top of the mountain first or not? Most likely, probably, yes, you would see the top of the mountain first. What that doesn't the mean that the earth is a ball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Instead of the entire thing growing large at the same time, which is what you'd well, expect. Because that's not how it works. That's not how horizontal planes and angular resolution work. Yeah, an angle of view. That, that is how it works. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is then we are seeing the literal physical curvature blocking at its actual location then. When you say that we never do, and your model says that we never do, you see how what they get to do is just make all kinds of contradictory claims simultaneously. It's insane. It's so funny. It just doesn't matter. If you want to be honest, listen to what we actually said. Research the subject honestly. Uh, You don't have to fit in with everyone else. That's That's the truth. You know, some people are just afraid. This one coming in from, or near the end, Chris G says, at what point after joining, quote, the government, are you briefed on the flatness of the earth and begin your lifelong journey to lie to everyone forever? You get access to space lasers right afterwards. It's great. Mm, they give you free shirts. I think they're, for Austin and uh, and Karen B., I think they're kind of trying to raise, a you might say, a sociological argument saying, yeah. Why is it, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into this. I think they're saying, like, why is it that, like, is it really the case that everybody in the government, like, there's been no whistleblowers out of all the people that have been told by NASA or the government that the Earth is Mm -hmm. uh, actually flat? Yeah, there's whistleblowers. There's tons of subject matter experts. If you go to Mark Sargent's channel, there's people from the military, all to all, all kinds of people that come forward and say that the Earth is flat. They just don't get any public recognition or time on on mainstream media (laughs) there's actually two alleged astronauts a soviet union and a polish astronaut who literally came out and said that the earth is flat you guys say there's no whistleblowers but in addition we don't think that everyone's in on some major lie with millions of people it's a straw man that you use to try to make it look improbable but we know it's just compartmentalization most people believe the lie so again it's the same thing it's just sophistry where you gotta lie about what we actually think which is pretty interesting huh this one from Tim Pryor says, no, it doesn't. 
Stop deceiving. The glare makes it appear to change size. Use a solar filter. This has been shown to you guys a billion times. Using the solar filter doesn't prove that the Earth is a ball. Even your Stellarium says that it changes angular size, and your model says it changes angular size throughout the year. And you say, no, just because of, because of whatever, it changes angular size. It yeah. wouldn't change angular size during the day. You just draw man that onto us because you have to make up stuff. This one coming in from Tim Pryor says, Flat Earth has no model, so there's no straw manning it. Then says, so now I'm also lying. <laughs> Like millions, is that all you have? Well, whenever you tell lies, yeah, then you're lying. And yeah, it's a straw man if you make up what you don't understand. Like straw man examples of flat earth. We don't have to have an entire model to know that it's a straw man when you say, if the earth was flat, there wouldn't be a horizon. If the earth is flat, we know for a fact that the sun would change size. If the earth was flat, we'd see across the entire world. <laughs> These are straw man fallacies due to your lack of understanding and basic incompetence. That's what it's called, a straw man fallacy. You got it. And this one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Rumpley Depew says, Witsit, when does the sun or the sum of angles in a triangle equate to more than 180 degrees? When dealing with spherical geometry, helpful when navigating the earth. That isn't true. Geodetic surveying in the modern time never does anything over 180 degrees. The globe earth just claims that as a talking point, and then they bring up some paper from 1850 or 1796, but no one ever does that. They also don't even understand the actual data of that. And in addition, if you just presuppose spherical geometry, I don't think you're actually proving that the earth is a sphere. This one from Tim Pryor says, stop Lying, you do not have to get approved tra to travel there. You can take a cruise there anytime. You can get jobs there anytime. Love how everybody has to be lying if they disagree with you. <laughs> just again, okay. you double down. Karen, but you got it. They just doubling down the lie. They're just doubling down and making lies. I mean, go look it up for yourself. It's it's You can go look into it on your own. You don't have to believe what we say or what that guy says. You can just go try to do it yourself. Go look it up. Have fun. Yep. This one coming in from only like folks for real. No more questions. This one coming in from do appreciate it. Wolkenstein says, Hey James, Hey, modern day debate flat earthers. Why do hurricanes rotate in opposite directions on the Northern half of earth than they do on the Southern half? They actually don't always do that, but you can look up yeah. something called a solenoid or a bar magnet and you would get a similar type of effect with the magnetic flux readings that we have. And with the solenoid bar magnet type of effect over the earth, electromagnetic field or a magnetic field, they actually don't always go uh, the exact opposite directions, though that's been debunked. And also just now explain to everyone that even Einstein will tell you that if the sky is moving around the Earth, it would be a translation of centrifugal force onto the Earth. So, I mean, it's just you guys don't even know what relativity says. And that's why you guys ask this type of question, because Tim, you just read Google articles. Tim Pryor says, I would love to see Flat Earthers start using Flat Earth technology since we Globers are so dumb. And it's funny that flat earthers claim the moon is local, but then claim we've never been there. Think about it. I shouldn't have to explain. You should, because that's ridiculous. No one thinks you can land on it. We don't claim it's solid. 
Sorry, I'm not trying to take all the questions. I'm just kind of over it. Like, we don't claim that it's solid. We don't claim it's something you can walk on. So, yeah, that's right. You can't go land on the moon or go to the moon because it's not something that you can even go to. And, yeah, it's much more local than what they say that it is. And you said, where's the flat earth technology? Well, why don't you go talk to the Nazis? Because they actually had electrophytic propulsion devices using ether physics and throwing <laughs> out throwing out the uh, relativistic physics. So, interesting. Tim Pryor says, loved how Witsit thought he debunked meteorites with a bunch of words Salad. Yep, that's why museums will pay thousands or millions of dollars for a piece of rock. It's money laundering, bro. What's yeah, maybe so, like their pictures, but what's so funny is I it's not word salad when I say all meteors come from the same six radiant sources in the sky. Tim You just don't know what that is or how to respond, so you just try to dismiss it with your little two word phrase. Nobody's ever observed a rock falling out of the sky and hitting the surface of the earth. The only reason they call them meteorites is because they have high iron content, which is not a foreign material. That is all material found here on the surface of earth. It's funny how they they finally find space rocks, but they find them on earth. Exactly. (laughs) They claim 70% 70 of the moon rocks we have were found on the earth. It's hilarious. Stupid beta energy says it's very simple. It's it. The sun doesn't change angular size because it's big and far away, not small and within the sky over a pizza earth. Uh, well, we get your claim and your straw man of a pizza earth. We showed you that magnetic holography seems to be a viable option based on the longitudinal azimuth and declination readings over the course of a year. And that Stellarium, which uses your model itself, says that it does change angular size throughout the day. Then you guys say, oh, well, it's just not enough to matter. So your entire claim went out the window. You begging the question or presupposing something means nothing. We don't claim the size, the shape, or the distance. We see a circle that looks like a light, and we don't know where exactly it is or what it's encompassed in. So you can desperately try to straw man all you want. But anyone that wants to know the truth of this conversation is going to do one thing. They're going to go research the veracity of the claims from the globe Earth and see if that's actually true. And anyone that doesn't want to know the truth will frantically try to chance ridiculous comments like that and never go look into what the actual evidence says. Tim Pryor says, first, stop quoting Einstein because Einstein never thought the Earth was flat. And no, Mickelson morally did prove the Earth was not moving. Stop repeating what people say and read the paper from them themselves. I literally have read the paper. I'm sure you haven't. I understand all about it. It's called Detecting Earth's Motion Through the Ether. It didn't show a fringe shift. It showed one-sixth of what was predicted. It's even less than that now. It was supposed to show 30 kilometers per second revolution or orbit around the sun. It didn't show that. But what it showed is that the Earth wasn't moving, combined with mickelson gale pearson which matched the sidereal rotation prediction within 98%, which is literally how we have gyroscopes with the static effect to this day, which shows that it's the sky moving around the Earth. It's not actually... It's not actually the Earth moving, and this is just objective. And so they threw the ether out because if there was an ether, then that would mean that the Earth was not moving. And now quantum mechanics, popular physicists, are now coming out and saying it looks like we're going to have to reintroduce the ether, but they can't figure out how to make it work with Nicholson-Morley because it would mean that the Earth is not moving. This is what it actually happens in reality, not your stories. This one coming in from, and the last one, Tim Pryor says, no, what I'm saying is the ceiling is normally the exact same shape as the room. So yes, looking at the ceiling will tell you the shape of the room. We're not looking at the ceiling. We're looking at lights in the sky. We can't literally see a a ceiling. We don't go touch a ceiling. 
So that's just a ridiculous question. I could tell that it was actually someone being serious. I thought earlier, it's just a ridiculous question. Nothing that's on the ceiling <laughs> in the ceiling can ever tell you what the floor is. It's literally very remedial. You got it. And with that, folks want to say, hey, a couple of things first. And most importantly, we appreciate our guests. You can click on their links right now to check out their website, their YouTube channel, their Twitter. Go ahead right now. Click on their links because we're going to have the post credit scene in just a second. But, hey, I, I got to tell you, we appreciate our guests. They're the lifeblood of the channel. You had some exposure to them right now. So whether you're listening via YouTube or podcast, you can click on their links as we put the description Put their links in the description box for both the YouTube channel and podcast. I want to say thank you, Witsit, Karen B., Amy, and Taylor. It's been a true pleasure to have you tonight. Thank you. I don't Just re research it for yourself and stay open-minded. Don't worry about what other people try to tell you about it. Just be honest. Look into the globe. Keep asking questions. Thanks so much for being with us. And, folks, hope you felt like your side was treated fairly. We really do want to welcome you, whether you be Flat Earth, Globe Earth, Christian, Atheist, politically left, politically right, you name it. All of the strange creatures in between those, uh, you could say, differences as well. We hope you feel welcome. We do appreciate you. We hope you are having a great night. I'll be back in just a moment with the post credit scene, letting you know about upcoming debates. You don't want to miss them. Hit that subscribe button as we have many more juicy debates coming up. And with that, I'll be back in just a moment. One last thanks to our guests. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.